Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Status Alternative Podcast. My name is Brittany and on today's episode, this one's going to be a little bit different from my other episodes. This one's just mostly kind of in reference to kind of going in the same vein as the podcast Fuck My Work Life. Uh, me and my friend Naomi. Hello. She is back again, my ever recurring co-host. Yes. We are going to be here to talk about our job. Now, in the same vein, because we don't want to be sued, we are not going to mention where we work, and we're not going to mention what it is that we do. Just know that we are co-workers. Yes. So if you catch us slipping, um, it is what it is. <laughs> Just disregard it. Disregard it, but no. Um, so, respectively, you and I have been working at this location. Um, this is actually my second location in the... Don't get upset, because I know how you feel about it, but, like, the 11 years that we've been working for said company, you've been working at the the location that I'm at now for a good majority of those years, whereas I didn't get into this location until, like, 2015. Yeah, like, a year or so. Yeah. So, yeah. So this is just basically like all the wild stories and the wild people. And I mean wild. It's like, it's not normal for any of this to go on, especially where we work. Because where we work, you would just assume this is just a regular place. But the people that are involved in this place just make it more crazier than it needs to be. Because they too damn old. And they do too much. And they too damn old. And they do too much. (laughs) So just right off the bat, we're just going to be... All over the place, because it's just some of these people's stories intertwined with other people. So just try to keep up. Yeah, and also we're not using anyone's real name here. So Yeah, so we have fake names for them, just like in any novel that's based on a true story. We are using fake names for these people. Mm-hmm. Because once again, I am not trying to get sued. I'm not trying to get dirty looks. To be fair, a good majority of people don't know that I do this. No. They don't, which is great. Yeah. Because... Reasons. Yeah. So, just to give a bit of a starter, um, I'm going to go into, like, a couple of, like, a little bit of, like, just some stories I had when I first started at my original location. So, like, there are times when you come across people. Actually, let me go back. So, originally, when I started working at this company, I was, like, 17, right? Mm -hmm. So, I'm thinking, I'm on the outside looking in. My whole entire life up up until that point was, like... Oh, adults have their th- adults have their shit together. Mind you, there's going to be a lot of cursing on this. Mm-hmm. Adults have a lot of their shit together. You know, adults, you know, normal adults wouldn't act like this. I think this. it was because we were on the main floor. Yes. And when you're on the main floor, nothing really happens like that. No. Or you can't tell anything is happening. No, because you're like, you're on, like... I'm on, when I started, I was like, my last year, I started in October, so it's like, I'm about to graduate. I'm about to turn 18 in a couple of months. So, like, this is like my first official, like, hey, this is my first job. I really didn't want to get a job. Yeah. I really didn't. My mom came home and was like, oh, you're getting it. You have a job interview. I'm like, fuck. There goes my weekends. (laughs) Yeah. I really didn't want to work. I'm honest. Like, it was fine if my mom would have gave me 20 bucks, but it's, it was about that time 
my brother had already started working way before that age. So, it is what it is, I guess. So, I'm thinking, oh, yay, I get to work. But I'm thinking, like, I'm working with responsible adults. The adults. Because that's who's mainly there. Right. It's mostly adults. Mm -hmm. People in their 30s, people in their 40s. You never expect, like, people who have been out of high school. With families. I just want to put that out there. With families. That are married. And, like, you never would expect, like, grown-ass individuals who have been out of high school for, like, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years at this point to still act like they're in high school. Yeah. Midlife crisis. That's your business. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. So, like, some of the things I've dealt with, like, at my old location was, like, dealing with, like, grown-ass adults trying to befriend the younger people and, like, trying to seem cool and trying to seem with it. And weird. It is like you're in your late thirties trying to relate to an eighteen year old in a different time zone, like a different generation. And you're trying to like no, why? We're in a different generation. What you did back then was fine for you, right? But what we do now, not necessarily me, but what an eighteen year old would do now, exactly. It's completely fucking different. Mm-hmm. To me, I feel like now the people who are 18, 19, 20, they have more energy than people like us. Shit, I just want to come work and come the fuck up. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. That's all I pretty much do. And it's like, oh, well, because, like, rarely do I get the, the whole conversation of, oh, you're young. You know, you should do this. You should do that. It's like, no. I want to go home. Or people just going out after work. Who does that? I mean, I have. I will go after work for like a drink or two. Maybe three. Depending upon the day. But I'm not going to do no extra. Right. I may fuck around and go in that bitch with my motherfucking work clothes on. And be like, look. I had a day. Take me as I am right now. <laughs> right. Now, there are those times when... In the past and even earlier sometime this year, even with the pandemic and like everything getting like a little bit more calmer. Yes, I'll be at work at like six in the morning, get off at two. And then when we went to the AEW event and Mm -hmm. it was like that started at like six o'clock and we just I've been awake since like four in the morning and now I'm going to go to this event. But we were responsible with that situation. We did not have to work the next day. No. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that was so, great. Yeah, that was a it was it worked perfectly. But yeah. I'm not about if if I had to work the next day, that probably would have been a whole different situation. Exactly. I'm not trying to be cranky and groggy and functioning off of three hours of sleep. Yeah, and telling yeah. and having this look like get the fuck away from me. Exactly. But anyway, going back. So, like, I had that going on. People who are way too, like, it's like, look. Love triangles we have at our our job. Creepy people. The creep squad. Let me get into, let me get into one of my other coworkers. So, there was this guy that got transferred to our, our location because with the company we work for, a lot of people get transferred in, a lot of people get transferred out. Mm-hmm. There was this one guy. He got transferred in. And... You know, he was attractive. You know, he was nice looking and everything. You know, he was cute. And one of the ladies, much older lady, who worked 
in the department that I was working in. Mm-hmm. Uh, she felt it would be funny or kind of flirtatious to get on his good side and show her, show him a picture of her poop. Saying this is the biggest poop I've ever seen or something like that. The look on your face says it all because when I first heard it, I had that exact same expression on my face because that was disturbing and why? That's trifling. Like, what? That's disgusting. What the fuck? That's disgusting. So, yeah, that was disturbing as all hell because, as you were saying, it was, uh, how would you put it? She trifling. Yeah. Because the fact that you took a picture. Yes. With the intent yes. in showing it to somebody mm-hmm. to create a flirtatious conversation. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yes. Yes. And what makes it, now, I'm not one, I'm not gonna be that type of person to like try and harp on the age differences of people. Like, I, for me personally, I feel like the cutoff, maybe five years. Because the thing that keeps rolling back in my head is like, what do you have in common? Like, what do you honestly have? Like, the craziest thing to me, like, when I was growing up, it didn't bother me so much that my mom is like three years younger than my, than my dad. But that's a three-year age, age difference. We're not talking about a, a 10 year age difference a or 15 year. Like a lot of shit can happen in 15 you years. You were at this point. I was like, what the fuck? Like if we want to get technical, like say you do meet somebody that's 15 years older than you. You mean to tell me when you were a baby, this person was 15. This person almost was like one year from their 16, their sweet 16. And like. You weren't even born. You were a baby. You couldn't even walk. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what? Anyway, so that was one thing. And then you got, going back to like, one of my coworkers trying to like, I usually don't friend that many people on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like, unless I actually know you, because that was one of my rules, because I didn't get a Facebook until like, my senior year of high school. Facebook was already a thing by then. So, like, if I'm going to get a Facebook, I'm only going to friend people I actually know. Exactly. So, yes, I was talking to this person within work, but it's not like I'm hanging out with you socially. You're, like, in your 30s. You're in your mid-30s. You're You're a work friend. Exactly. A friend at work. Exactly. Acquaintances. Yeah, that's a better word. Because we ain't had nothing in common. No. We really don't have anything. We can laugh about some stupid shit that happened at work, but that's about as much as it can get. Yeah. And to be fair and to be honest, if I'm being honest with myself, they did most of the talking. This is still Brittany who's still closed off that still don't know how to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Like, this is still the Brittany that's, like, very closed off and, like, she only opens up with her friends. That's it. But, so, I end up transferring out of that location and go to the new location. Mm-hmm. I'm like... My mindset is, if I'm not going to see you on a daily basis, I don't talk to you on a daily basis, why are we still friends on Facebook? So I unfriend her. True. She notices. 
that I unfriended her. What the fuck? <laughs> yes. So then she proceeds to message me, why did you unfriend me? So I'm like, shit. And this is, once again, still people pleasing Brittany. I don't want to deal with shit, but I also don't want to deal with shit. But that's so awkward. I, I get it. I get it. Like, when you read it, you're like, what the fuck? How would she know? Exactly. Is she checking? Right. She's searching me to see if we're still friends? Because, I mean, that's the only logical way I can really feel like she, that's how she found out. Exactly. So I'm like, okay. So I friend her and then a couple of years pass, maybe a couple of months pass. And I'm like, once again, I don't really talk to you. I don't really socialize with you. Why am I friends with you on Facebook? I unfriend her again. She messages me again. Why do you still keep trying? At this point, I'm at that point where like, you know, screw this. I don't even care anymore. I really don't care. I'm going to just, I haven't talked to her since. Until a couple of years ago when my brother, Curtis, tall one with the glasses, mm-hmm. um, was working at the same job that he, he was at still... At the same location? No, no, no. He was working with my mom at that point. Okay. So he was working with my mom and like she, I guess, was working there too. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, tell your sister I said hi. So it's like... Girl, you had a fan. You had a stalker. You this is years ago. This is before it is. But, but it's, still, still. it's still stalker. It's creepy as shit. It's still stalker. No, like that's the only way. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can tell when you see, you know, how many people you follow or who's following you or whatever the case may be. But I can only think that's the only way she can even notice that you unfriended her. Stop being creepy, people. That's the that's just basically it. So I end all this because not really much happened at my location after that, except for so we got a new manager. Okay. So we got a new manager because the previous one got hurt and she's been out. So and you know how this company yeah. is so quick to switch people in and out of positions and everything. Yeah. So. This dude comes in, and immediately, I get immediate creepy vibe from him. Like, this dude is a creepy dude. Because my people, if you know, my fellow, like, vibers, like, you can tell. Mm -hmm. Like, just a simple conversation Mm -hmm. with somebody. You're like, oh, there's something about you, and I don't like you. You just with the bullshit, and I don't like you. And I can see it. Mm -hmm. I can really see it. And Mm -hmm. I'm always right about it so this dude so there was like these three girls very young girls like I was probably maybe two years older than these girls maybe three years older than these girls they're pretty girls you know they're Mm -hmm. pretty girls they're girls mind you talking about 17 young girls 17 18 still girls so this dude decides to have these girls around him. So he proceeds. It's the clearest form of favoritism I have ever seen in my life. This dude proceeds to, oh, let me promote them. So, like, they they work in the department, right? And they start out in the entry-level position. Then they proceed to get promoted. And they proceed to get promoted to another position. And it's like... Why are these why are these why are these girls getting promoted so damn fast? So fast yeah. 
and they haven't even been here longer than like three months or longer than six months. So what what what's going on here? What's happening? And then it's like I'm not dumb, okay? They're doing the hanky-panky. No, not even. It's just, oh, let me just have these beautiful women around me. Girls. Girls. And it's like... Well, when I first... Well, this was when I was... Well, I was was there for a little bit. I was working with the company for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I was maybe four years in. Yeah. Don't even remind me. But anyway... And it was a, it was another guy, but he would mainly work in the back. But he was also a manager. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, I didn't think anything of it because certain managers that were single, men and women, we would hang out, like go to the bar that's not far from from the job after work, especially if it was a weekend. For me, I was young, so I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, right, blah blah. So, you know, and we all had our little group chat, like, hey, are we hanging out? Are we doing something? I didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. So the guy that was there, you know, he was talking to me a little bit too much. I was just, I I was a taken back from it because everybody, we all was just cool, but we didn't really talk like that unless we were finna go out. Right. But he wanted to talk, talk like, hey, how's your day? What you doing? And I'm just like, stranger danger. <laughs> exactly. Stranger danger. So then, you know, my antennas start coming out because I'm like, come on, something, something isn't right here. Right. And, and to me, you know, I, I overthink things and I'm like, maybe he's just trying to be friendly. Right. But it was just something that was off of him. So one of the security guards was like, oh yeah, he's married. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why is he going out with us every time? Mm-hmm. I mean, I get like every once in a while, but every time we went out, he came out. This man had children. More than three. Jeez. Okay. Right. And you're coming out, hanging out like you don't have any children. You don't have a wife at home. You know, you acting like you ain't got a whole ass family at exactly. home. Exactly. You act like you ain't got no responsibility. Mm. But to take care of yourself. And I'm just like, yeah. I told them the situation that happened. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I hope I didn't get him in trouble. But literally, I want to say a week or two, he was transferred to another location. Because I felt uncomfortable. I'm like, I am in no... I'm not I, trying to get involved in this. Absolutely not. I'm not trying to break up anything. I I am a firm believer in karma. And I'm a firm believer in marriage and people's relationship. I take it serious. Yeah. So, don't be coming at me with that bullshit. Right. Because I'm not trying to fight nobody's wife over something I never knew about <laughs> in the first place. So, yeah. Yes. I had to tell the security guard... You know, because I did my digging and find out, yeah, he's married. Like, nothing. Did you just throw it? Right. <laughs> you had a life outside this place? I don't know. Some people are wild. So, I say all that to now get into our current location, mm. which has been, 
I want to say a good two years our current location has been tiring, aggravating, and filled with bullshit. And the drama, unnecessary drama. Mm-hmm. If you keep your legs closed, you will get in your pants. Okay, so let's not... <laughs> just, okay, so since we're on that wavelength, let's start with that. So let's go to the more, the more spicier one, I should say. The mm-hmm. one that I deem to be the spicy one. Let's talk about Levi and Angie. Because that was the spiciest... Because here's the thing about Levi and Angie. Levi and Angie, I did not know what was going on until after the fact. So, Levi was the manager at our location. Mm -hmm. The higher manager, let's say. Very important person. And then there's Angie. Angie is kind of like, kind of somewhat of a second in command. She oversees a manager. um, Not oversee. Well, yeah, she does oversee the manager. She's kind of a head of a department. Mm -hmm. So, at first, okay, so here's another thing. When all this went down, Angie's my age. I'm 27 now. So mm-hmm. I got to figure this happened like right when 25. Yeah. So Levi, he's, what would you say, like in his mid-30s, late 30s? Early 30s. Okay. So not, he still haven't gotten over that. Playboy persona. Yes. And funny enough, Levi actually had worked adjacent to my family members at one point. Small world. Very much. Because working for this company, it is a small world. Is Everybody knows everybody. everybody. That, you do not necessarily have to work in the location to know people. Exactly. The, the locations talk to other locations. If exactly. In working in that line of business, you have to be really, really careful. Impressions are very big. Mm-hmm. And it's basically who you know, mm-hmm. not what you know. Yeah, because there's a couple of managers in that in our business that was like, how did you get hired as this manager? Like, really? Who who, who co-signed on this? Anyway, back to Levi yeah, and Angie. Yeah, I was Angie. just going to Go back to Levi and Angie. So there's a bit of an age difference here. And rumor has it that I heard from... Let's call her Asia. She ends up telling me that the only reason why Angie got transferred to our location was because, like, she was having an affair with her boss. And you know what? Angie, I, it was so many rumors about hers it wasn't even funny yeah because she was supposed to be messing around with levi's assistant mm-hmm. but i think the assistant was just flirtatious mm-hmm. because i did hear he was in a relationship too but mm-hmm. his his vibe and his energy he was very flirtatious Front. I'm going to just agree to disagree because I mean, maybe it couldn't have been with me. Maybe it was other no, people. No, he never, he never flirted with me. He never did. Right. He, it was more of a, well, with me, he thought I was just, he kind of steered clear for me because I always had the resting bitch face. Always. <laughs> so he kind of, he just said hi, good morning, right. just to be polite. But yes. when it came to other women who... Had the push-up bra and the and the um, 
the short skirts. Hey, hello, ladies. Hello, hello. How are you? He wants to know about their day and how's their workship going. He do that to certain people. Speaking of small world, mm -hmm. so the assistant that we're talking about, I actually worked with his mother. Well, see? Yeah. So back when um, Francine, because Francine is the one that hired me, France, the assistant's mother worked behind the counter mm -hmm. at our old location. So that's how I know. That's how I kind of know the assistant. So going back, so you got Angie, and rumor was that Angie was having an affair with her boss. and With the big boss. Yes. That was overseeing everything at the location. Exactly. So, I thought, okay, whatever. And, not to mention, I'm not going to mince words, Angie rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Because, you know why? Because she was fucking her boss. <laughs> and, and she thought, and, and I heard through the grapevine who spoke to her, that Levi was going to promise her a higher up position. See, an assistant position because it wasn't supposed to be at his level. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be more of an uh, assistant where they can work super close together. Right. So when she got up there, the other assistant that was previously there, when they transferred, she's there. Boom. Right. And they, he promised her this fairy tale life mm -hmm. that did not come true. And granted, she was hurt by it. She believed it. She was a sucker. I, I mean, call it what it is. She was. Right. And she should know better. And Levi had... Don't, don't mind that in the background. Sorry. <laughs> um, Levi had a girlfriend on the side. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know who, who was the mistress and who was the girlfriend because they both were... Showing up like, hey, I'm the main thing here. Yeah, so that's the that's one of the main reasons. So I want to just go back to the beginning real quick about why I'm deciding to do this. So the only reason why I decided to do this episode was because me and you had a shit day at our job. And we were snapping on each other. Now, normally you and I, if we snap on each other, it's mostly out of fun. It's never out of malice. It's never out of like... A frustration. Exactly. It's fun shade where we do not take it serious. Exactly. But at this moment in time, we were just like... It was just... It was a tit for tat. Right. And it was just... It's like we are normally not like this. You are probably one of like... I can count on my hand the number of people that I actually enjoy working with at our location. You're one of them. Mm -hmm. So for me to be like, here. yeah, and for me to be snapping on you, I'm like, this dude. So I'm walking home, and I was just very upset. And I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm going into my, like, old school, like, the old way of how I would process this. I do the same thing. But then mm -hmm. I'm thinking to myself as I'm walking, because it's like a mile. So I'm like, I got enough time to think and clear my head. It's like a breezy day. And I'm like... I should turn this into a podcast. And that's when it hit me. Mm. Like legit, because the old Brittany, I, I legit had that whole thing of like, because I'm not going to lie. You and I being as close as we are now has definitely changed my perspective on how I process my emotions. Because you are the first person to actually call me out on my bullshit rather than encourage it. 
Because, I'm going to miss words, a lot of people in my life, I love them dearly. But they are very of the mindset of like, let me not actually reflect inward and realize I'm being a brat right now. It is my fault. I am the person responsible for my feelings. It's not always the other person. And to be fair, Brittany has encouraged me to not always be a bitch all the time. And same here. You t- you do the same with me too. <laughs> but so it's like I feel like our friendship, um, our work relationship is more of a give and take because I feel like because how close we work, it has to be a give and take. Exactly. And I can appreciate the honesty and the realness and the genuine. Can I say genuineness? Is that a word? Who cares? Okay. <laughs> um, you being just genuine. And not to mention, we have a lot of shade and a lot of tea. Yes. Because we are both daughters of Tauruses. Lord. I'm a Taurus myself, by the way, too. Can you so. imagine? I can't. Ex- and my other friend is a Taurus. And my sister is an Aries. And my other friend is an Aries, too. I can't escape them either way. Nah, because my dad and my younger brother, Denzel, you all know him. My young, <laughs> They're Aries. So my immediate family are just Aries and Tauruses. Mm-hmm. You can't escape them. No. We here, because you know why? Because... I'd like to think, out of the astrological science, the Tauruses are the best ones. Oh, well, we're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> but minus the stubborn and laziness, minus all of that, but still, you know, if you need somebody to set you straight, uh, you know where to go. But going back to Angie <laughs> and... <laughs> but going back to, like, Angie and Levi, so... One of the also reasons why I wanted to do this was because I there was a lot of stuff going on with them that I didn't know about. Yes. But you knew about it. Because I, for me, I'm not going to lie. You, when I wanted to talk about it, it was like people were coming in and then there was new information that was coming in. So I'm just like, wait a minute, let me not say nothing because... I don't want people asking me questions. Right. And I don't want to be swirled up in that situation. Mm-hmm. Because it was a lot of, it was a lot of eyes on that. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of people giving their opinion. And there was a lot of people saying things about that situation. And whoever was telling you your information, mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that the information that I knew, you knew as well. Right. So, from what I remember... The same thing happened. Asia told me that Angie at her old location was involved with her boss and he was promising her the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, gonna make you a manager, gonna bring you up in the company, all that. And then next thing you know, she moves location. Now, from what I remember, she was actually working at another location, actually a whole nother company, mm-hmm. doing a whole nother job, gets starts working at our location in our company and you know was kind of at the ladder but she didn't seem really into it because she would tell me that she wanted to do something else and what this was kind of like a stepping stone because you know doing what she was doing then it's a lot of money and this is 
Asia or, or Angie. 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 Well, yeah. Um, she was actually going to school for that. Yeah. And I was really confused on how she was going to do both. Exactly. Because that is more salary. Yes. And you have to put in past a little more over 18, not 18, um, eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to dive into a whole nother profession right and you are trying to have a stepping stone here exactly doesn't make sense i think she wanted to have like a power couple thing yeah because our generation has a tendency to like glamorize that i've recently started realizing that because a lot of people want to glamorize that sort of like that's what their the relationship goals like i get it it gives you something to aspire to but don't really make it a whole thing and because if it doesn't happen, you're going to be disappointed in the motherfucker. And hence what happened in this. So, throughout their whole time at our location, I did not know not... Like, I knew Levi had a thing for, like... Young tender Romeos. No, nah, I knew he had a thing for someone else. I know that. But... I knew I there was a part of me that kind of knew that because just based on like what I had heard because not only did my front family know him but one of my old friends mm-hmm. knew him too and I'm like oh he nasty oh he nasty because he just be throwing it at anybody anyway yeah. I'm and not one to judge just, I, stick to everybody right and I am not one to be I don't slut shame and I don't kink shame but. Let's just be honest, and let's. I may not do it, but let's be honest. If you're gonna go and do it, let's make sure these people are in a monogamous relationship and, and respect those boundaries. That, and on top of that, make sure you are discreet about it. Exactly. Because um, there was a situation with Levi. I forgot who it was, and I said, "Hey, there's flowers um, at on the at the front desk." I mean, he turned around damn near breaking his neck and his face turned red as a stop sign. And he looked at me with so much anger. And I'm like, calm down. Calm down. So I I, made, I, I told Angie and I said, whatever is going on, that is a confirmation. And... That's when Levi stayed as far away from me as possible. Mm. I mean, I will come late. Don't worry about it. Don't. It's okay. See, I didn't know about this. Mm Because, like, once again, this is also during the time when Levi came to our location. You and I weren't working together like that as much. Mm Because by this time, I was already in the second half. Mm-hmm. I was on the second half of my career at that location. So it's like, I didn't even know. I mean, those flowers were from like, I think they were just giving them away. It wasn't like a guy, another guy dropped it off or anything crazy. It was just, they were giving it away. They thought of her. Mm-hmm. Take some flowers home. Right. That's just how it was. Mm-hmm. But because I didn't add that extra in there and I wasn't, I didn't give that detail. He looked at me like, you know something that I don't. 
Right. Oh, he did. See, a lot of uh, one more thing about the place we work. There's a lot of assuming. Yes. And non-communication that goes on in that place. So Very it, much. it leads to a lot of confusion and a lot of hurt feelings. Yes. And a lot of reaction. Exactly. No, no thinking is involved. So, and that's when everything went downhill from there. Yeah. I made it known that whatever you thought you were hiding, you ain't hiding it no more. Bitch, I know your <laughs> secret. Exactly. And that was when both of them, you know, kind of gave me the cold shoulder, which is fine because I don't really talk to y'all anyway. Exactly. And I. Well, he does sign my checks, but... Not necessarily. He doesn't? No. Well, fuck him then. <laughs> no, no. Somebody else signs our check. He makes sure... He just makes sure, like... Like, hours are correct. in the correct place, but that's about it. Like, he ain't really signing your check. He, well, fuck he, him. He, I was up here under the impression that he signed checks around yeah, here. Yeah, they do. They do. So, uh, uh, okay. uh, Roger doesn't sign our checks. Roger don't sign shit. <laughs> anyway, so fast forward. So we get past all this. Now, I never knew any of this went down. I just mm-hmm. assumed, you know, I just assumed like, hey, this is just a regular working relationship. The stuff that happened at her old location was just the stuff that happened at her old location. Mm-hmm. So we fast forward years later because first... Angie gets transferred out of our location. Mm-hmm. And then Levi, because I go on vacation, I come back. This is like the start. This is way, like weeks before the pandemic starts. Levi ends up getting transferred from our location. So we get a new, we get Roger. So this is like many months, many months down the line. You know, I'm thinking, I'm assuming once again, we assume in this company. I'm assuming everything's fine. I'm still in the dark. Mm-hmm. I didn't know shit. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, I find out, this is like, what, right? Maybe a year later. Year later. Oh, Veronica tells me. Veronica and, uh, let's see, what's a good name? Sandy. Veronica and Sandy end up like telling me, have you seen this video of Levi and Angie? I'm like, but wait, let's play it back. Let's play it. Let's go backwards for a little bit. Before that even happened, uh, Angie was putting things on social media, airing all the dirty laundry. See, I didn't even know about that. that the apartment wasn't in his name. It was under the girl he was with. That's not even his apartment, if he's even paying rent. Yeah. Um, um, I'm assuming he met, she met his daughter. Yeah. Which is crazy to me. Mind you, this dude is like in his like 30s or something like that. Early 30s. And he has a full-fledged 15-year-old daughter getting wrapped up in his bullshit. Yes, and she knows nothing about it. No. New, which is disgusting yeah. on his part. Yeah. And airing out all his dirty laundry, talking about the car he was driving. Mm-hmm. Um, someone had to put a down payment on it. Everything he pretty much had, someone helped him get it. Mm-hmm. It's never in his name. Right. So 
that's when leading up to the to the videotape. Yeah. Not even a videotape, but a phone recording, I should say. Someone recorded off their phone. Yes. That's when I guess the whole breakdown of it all. Mm-hmm. So So Veronica and Sandy come up to me and they're like, Have you seen this have you seen this video? And I'm like, No, what video? It's like, oh, it's of Angie trashing Levi's store. And I'm like, What? They proceed to show me the video of her just going through his place. Not his place, but just his place of work, I should say. Because they both got transferred to different locations. Mm -hmm. So, she's there. You can't tell what time of day it is. And mind you, this is still very much deep into the pandemic. So, everybody has to still wear masks. So, you can see her clear as day. It's her face. And it's... Because once again, like I said, people in our line of work, they talk to different locations. People know each other. People have worked with each other before. So it's somebody that has worked with Veronica that records it and sends it to her. Meanwhile, in the background, you can hear somebody else we worked with at our old lo- at our location too. She gets transferred out and she's at Levi's location. Mm-hmm. So then... You hear the you hear her just screaming at the top of her lungs, just Levi, where are you? I'm Le- gonna tell your daughter. daughter. I'm like, what? She, she was like, I'm gonna tell your daughter about this and da da She's screaming. And then meanwhile, you see the girl that we used to work with, and she's like, Oh, I know her. She worked at my other location. And you're I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I wanna see I still wanna see that video. Oh, yeah. So then it's later on in the day. So this is now making the rounds because as I to quote a line from the movie Waiting, people on their day off already know about this. Exactly. So I'm like, I'm surprised. I go about my day. And then Emma comes up to me. Emma is our boss. So she's on the same so she's like the new assistant because leaked. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> because Levi's old assistant ended up quitting the company. So Emma steps in as like the new assistant, but she was there when Levi was there. So Emma ends up showing me the video because she knew both of them quite well too. So she gets sent the video. And I'm like, Lord. And I'm just trying to stand there in amazement like I haven't already seen this video. The thing about Emma. And I think Emma is so sweet, and and I feel like she's very compassionate, and she is very involved in her job. That, too, and she's very compassionate with her friends. Mm -hmm. I will say that, and she has some sort of loyalty. Yes. And if she can get involved to help you and save you, she will. Yes. But the thing about it, she do a lot of motherfucking crap. (laughs) She does. I'm like, We love her to death. This shit ain't got nothing to do. What the fuck is you crying for, Emma? This is a bed he made. Exactly. He had two women for for a grown-ass man who has a daughter. You know, you, and, and here's the thing. When people have a daughter, they some men show the how how a woman should be treated. And then you have the, the father that, well, my child ain't here, so I can act an ass. I can do whatever I want. But in front of my daughter, I'm going to be this prestige man. Right. 
you know, to show her how this is, this is how a man's supposed to act. Right. But when she ain't here, I'm finna act the whole ass. I'm finna have two women over here fighting over me. I mean, that's, that's, that's the energy he was giving. Siri play Return of the Mac. Yes. It was just like, Siri was about to play it too. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Honestly, I just felt like that was the vibe he was getting. Mm-hmm. And he played it very well. Yeah. He was very flirtatious. And I don't think she understood that. Mm-mm. And I feel like because Angie, it, it was deeper for her. Yeah. Because I felt like she fell in love with him. Yeah. And when you fall in love, that's the reaction you're going to get. And on top of that, she young. Yeah. And dumb. Yeah. And digmatized. Yeah. I personally have never gone through that and I hope to never get to a point where a man has caused me to go up to his place of work and start destroying his location to the point where it's like... The police are involved and now you're potentially looking at some jail time. Yes. I I ain't trying... I ain't with that type of energy. I know some people are, and I know some people have. Some people are like, fuck that shit. This motherfucker needed his ass whooped. Right. he did. Yeah, so. There, there was a bona fide ass whooping with his name on it. So, what ends up happening next is, it's a proceed. it's like, Veronica ends up showing me another video. And this time, it's a video of Levi getting knocked upside his head by Angie. Now, mind you, I forgot to mention, Angie is probably a good... She's Amazonian tall. She's like me. She's a very tall girl. Amazonian. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But we're about the same height. And Levi is kind of like a bit two inches shorter than Angie. So when she came down and just started like, you ever seen those fights on Jerry Springer? Where you just bop somebody on top of their head because you're so tall. Tall, Yes. And you just hovering over them. So bopping them on top of the head is just like a thing. It's a go-to thing. Yes. And I feel like it was well-deserved. I mean, granted, that's the thing. But the thing that killed me Mm -hmm. is that he got away with it. Free. We're getting there. We're okay. getting there. We're okay. getting there. So like they like like we said before, the cops were called to the location and like She was arrested. She was arrested. Cause one, your face is all up on the video evidence. There are security cameras. But she did not have to serve jail time. No. She went to a psychiatrical place. Mm-hmm. A know. psych facility. Correct. If you will. Correct. And come to find out that she had a blackout episode and this isn't her first time having it. So, I guess they said, okay, it's okay. Mm-hmm. They just let it pass. They just let it fly. Yeah, I'm like, damn. Yeah, and to this day, I was shocked because then I ended up, like, telling a guy that used to work with us, I ended up telling him about it. Mm-hmm. Let's just call him Jake. Okay. So, I told Jake about it. And he was like, oh yeah, they were seeing each other. I'm like, wait, hold the fuck up. Am I the last person to know about this? Because I, up until that incident, I didn't even know they were messing around. I feel like the people who work farther in the back knows everything. Yeah, because he was working mostly in the department 
that she was overseeing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, obviously he would know more mm-hmm. than I would. And then you would know because, like, you're kind of in the mix mm-hmm. in that. And not so much involved, but you kind of are, like, placed in that sort of position where it's like, yeah. you kind of know what's the key here. I, You know what? The thing with me is I just see shit. I sit back. And I'm gonna let you just move how you move, and then after that, I put one plus one equals two. So I'm gonna add that shit together, and then nine times out of ten, it ain't never wrong. Right. So basically, and to we say all of this just basically to say, like, for a person who's in a position of power to oversee a numerous amount of employees. We're talking about at certain locations, you could have anywhere between 100 to 140. You are the person that's in charge of this location. We look to you as a leader, as guidance. You oversee this. So for you to have this moment, you basically had a Jerry Springer episode unfold in front of not only your subordinates, for a lack of a better term, but your subordinates and customers and people took video evidence of it and it's on camera and people in other locations now know about this. I feel like the way he ran the store, the energy that he gave is something that we needed because we don't have that now. No. However, him mixing business and pleasure, I think he was still young and naive about. Yes. I feel, I still feel like he thought because he was of a power, he could get away with it. He can, you know, make shit happen. Mm-hmm. And this is when we say, it's not who you know. No, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Exactly. Because come to find out, he spoke to whomever in... That shit went away like that. He did not... He got suspended. I mean, that's just protocol. Mm-hmm. But technically, he should be fired. Technically. Yeah, because as somebody in my position, mm-hmm. you did violate the fraternization policy. And you, exactly. ain't supposed, you ain't supposed to be doing that. But this company being what it is, let's just try and not deal with this shit. Because this is your what? Like your first offense or whatever. Let's just not deal with it. But I guess. And here's when we say it's not what you know, it's who you know. Because I feel like for him, I'm pretty sure he went to school for business. And let's be very clear. Um, Levi is a very smart man. Yeah. And he is very much about his money. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to trying to be a player, that's when he falls short and he gets real stupid and careless. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you mess around with somebody who does full investigations, uh-uh. And then, but the thing about it is if you, if you have to do an investigation to prove if this person is worthy of you, then you shouldn't be doing none of that. And I felt like that's what Angie was doing. She was doing her investigation too. Yeah. She couldn't prove it. Right. But I'm pretty sure she did some investigation. Looking back on it, I'm wondering what that, like, he ended up getting a dog. And I'm like, 
Who's that dog for? Was it for the girlfriend or was it for Andy? Because he got, he got a, like a new puppy. And I'm like... At that time, I felt like that was the girlfriend. Okay. Because... Trying to soften she, that blow. She was coming around a lot. Yeah, you and, um... Stuart. Yeah. Were telling me all this, like, oh, yeah. Because Stuart still talks to Levi from now and then. And he was like... Because, like, man... I was really, um... I was really confused. Um, I was really confused in how bold he was. Yeah. Because I'm like, whoa. But then I, I kind of looked at their interaction. He was more like, hi, hey, okay, thank you. Get the fuck out. That's how his his mannerisms were. He said it without... Saying you know, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was so busy and he had to go. Right. And it was always in front of the building. It was never like, oh, let's walk around. Let's have a little small area for us to talk a little bit. It's like, thank you. Goodbye. Go. Go. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for the leave, coffee. Bitch. Leave now. <laughs> that's, what, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. So that's basically the tales of Angie and Levi's failed relationship. And I use that in air quotes relationships. So speaking of relationships, let's talk about another person who was out here just in relationships. So, like I said, because I have a tendency to repeat myself, relationships, because let's talk about somebody who has a lot of it, who had a lot of relationships. Who had body, a body count. Okay. So, let's talk about Kathy. So, Kathy is, once again, this is like, I want to say my seventh year, maybe going on eighth year. No, last year? No, two years ago? Two years ago. So, yeah, my seventh, eighth. Yeah, seventh, eighth. Probably ninth year. Oh, my God, baby. Stop telling them about the fucking year. Okay, you're making me feel old. <laughs> so the only person... Anyway, I'm not getting into this. I'm not hiring people like that. Anyway, so Kathy, when she first started at the location, she started out in an entry-level position, and she, you know, like, she, she was... up. Yeah, so she was actually dating a guy named Richard. So I thought they were cute together. They, they looked very cute. But they were, I want to say, 18 when they both started. Yes. So this is... Young love and everything like that. So, we're just used to it at this point. It's like most people that work in our uh, company. Excuse me. Most people that work in our location, they all start off in relationships. There's plenty of them. There's currently one right now, except for the boyfriend actually quit. Mm-hmm. So, Kathy started dating Richard when this first started. So I want to say while they were there, because going in, they had went to the same school and everything like that. So I want to say they were maybe dating for like probably a year or so. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, once again, the reason why I don't know anything is because I am very much of the mindset of like, I was not really trying to be friends with anybody I work with outside of work. You just happen to be the only exception. Aside from Miriam, because Miriam was cool too. Miriam was great. 
It was hilarious. Very hilarious. So, like, going in, I didn't know anything about it. So then, Richard, apparently somewhere down the line, ends up leaving. He quits. So I'm like, huh. But let's go back. Oh, right, right, right. Because this all happened while Richard was still with the company. Yeah. Okay, so. So, wait a minute. It was like a time where I'm like, oh my God. I mean, everything was peaches and cream. Yes. And then all of a sudden he would just, you know, kind of keep to himself. Yeah. Because he was pretty much a, I would, I would think of him as a social butterfly. He was very talkative and he would smile a lot. And then all of a sudden it was just, I don't really, I don't really want to be bothered, you know, whatever. Right. So, you know, I popped the question like, oh, hi, how are you and, um. Kathy doing? Kathy doing. And he kind of gave me a look like, oh, you didn't know? (laughs) I'm like, no, because I was really cool with him. Mm Mm-hmm. And and also, he was one of, um, at the time when I was running things by myself at night, he would help me. Right. So, um, we would talk sometimes. Not like that, but just, you know. Shooting the shit. Right. Come to find out, he was like, well, she was cheating on me. And I'm like, excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) When? (laughs) Like, both of y'all are here. (laughs) So... Um, come to find out, you know, so I was like, wait a minute, Kathy, I heard you, you cheating on my friend. Hold on. And she's like, uh, no, you're doing all the cheating. I would never, I would never. So I let them alone. I didn't, I, you know, I don't want to, I don't do the, the telephone. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I internalize it, but I do see. Right. <laughs> okay. So I sat there. And she would, and she would, um, we'll sit here and go about her day, but I noticed that she would talk to Anthony. And it didn't hit me. Her and Anthony would have breaks together. Yeah. And they wouldn't have just like a, um, they would buy a bunch of fucking food together. I'm like, what the fuck? When the last time y'all ate? Yesterday? Right. Like, y'all buying buckets of chickens and, and, and Popeyes and shit. And we're like, what the fuck? It's like, y'all got a whole ass meal here. That's what I'm saying. Right. Y'all got lunch, breakfast, and dinner. And snacks left over. Right. So, I'm like, okay. Let me take my sip on that. He didn't show up. He didn't show up. He didn't show up. Um, he, he didn't send a text or call or nothing. He just left. He just left. He had, he had enough. He just left. Yeah. So then Anthony came in and was like the main thing. So I'm like, okay, you know, I see, I see you, Kathy, but I'm, I'm, I'm really, cause honestly, Anthony is such a teddy bear. He is so sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, um, now that's the person I was really close to because he knew my child's father. Mm-hmm. They would talk every now and then. 
and come to find out, you know, she's breaking his heart. Yeah, so before we proceed into Kathy deceiving Anthony, I, in the beginning, did not know Richard and Kathy were seeing each other until after the fact. Because I do remember Richard being where in the position where I also worked. I remember that. But I did not know until after the fact. Because when I, what I knew of, this was right around the time when Anthony and Kathy started seeing each other. So I didn't know anything about Richard and her. I knew about Richard because I worked with Richard. Right. I worked with him because he would normally work at night with me. Right. So, and she would too. Right. So, which is amazing. She always had all her boyfriend's schedule and would work around with them in their schedule, which was fucking amazing. But anyway. But yeah. Um, I knew that based off that because we would talk and then she would just pop up. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's pop up. Goes the weasel. Yeah, I was just like, well, damn, where the fuck you come from? Right. And I thought she, I, I, I honestly, at first, I thought she felt like I was flirting with Ulysses because with Richard, um, I felt like she thought I was flirting with Richard because I felt like, you know, we would laugh. And to me, I didn't give a shit. I honestly do what you're supposed to do. I'm not a type of person that's gonna micromanage you. Do what you're supposed to do. I'm not. I'm not gonna hover you. You're. You're. Pretty much an adult at this point. Mm-hmm. Do your shit, and I'm gonna do mine. That's it. I'm not gonna sit here and stand in front of you to make sure you're doing what you're supposed to do. Exactly. But at the same time, I did try to make it comfortable for everybody to shoot the shit, have a conversation with somebody, and then that's it. Unlike Justine. Yes. Where, you know, you got to stand still and keep your eyes open yeah. and be militant. That's yeah. not how I do things. If you, I mean, you're at a workplace, you should be able to laugh and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. But I felt, maybe she felt like I was having a little bit, my conversation a little bit too long. You're pushing up on her man. But I... You weren't. I, out of all respect, I Don't would do never that do that. No. So... Now we get to the point now where Anthony is the next on the chopping block. Because now he joins the same line as Richard. Oh, Anthony. Anthony got the worst licks. I'm sorry. Yeah, because like when everything that went down, it was like a bad, like it was like the man went down with like three punches. Because one, didn't he he was going to be a manager? Yeah. Because he was originally, you know, working the Mm -hmm. night shift and everything. And then, like, this just, this all just proceeded to just be one hit after another. First, what I remember, I can't remember which came first. Him finding out that she was cheating on him with Timothy or his father passing away. Because it kind of seems like everything happened during that same time. It it happened, they weren't together when his father passed away. So, okay. I went to um, his dad's funeral, 
And although it was a sad moment, it was still a celebration. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that, her, she shouldn't, she shouldn't even be a thought. Right. And I came there because I, we all know his dad. His dad will buy us Arizonas. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, yeah. he's a good guy. He, yeah. he was a good guy. But <clears throat> for him, I remember I was coming out and he was just crying on the side of a building. And I'm like. What the fuck? I'm, you know, Anthony, I'm like a bad lady. Anthony, if you don't get your <laughs> big ass up and stop this the, damn crying. But the thing about it was, he wasn't even big. He was losing weight. Right. And then he was 21. He is 21 and she wanted him to act like he was 45. I'm like, you're 21. You haven't even experienced life yet. And you're crying over this girl. Who you are well aware of was probably cheating on you when you got with her. And they had a pregnancy scare. Oh, Lord. Which is one of the reasons why I felt like he wanted her more. Mm-hmm. Because of whatever he was going through personally, he wanted to be a better example for that potential child that could have been there. Right. But the thing about it was, you know, we wanted that we live or not because she was moving a little sloppy. So what ends up happening is Kathy didn't claim another notch in her belt because I remember because I was I was standing mm-hmm. I was standing in the location I was doing something and I just saw Sandy come around and she gives Anthony a hug and she's whispering I'm like, oh shit! I didn't even know about it. And she was, and she was frolicking around with this guy in front of Anthony's face. So that, yeah, I wasn't there for that. I can't. I was there for disrespect for me. I didn't put two and two together until after the fact because also right around this time, not only did Kathy break up with him, he loses his father, and on top of that. Uh, some stuff went down with, you know, Levi's former assistant, mm-hmm. and he ends up quitting, and he wants to come back, but the assistant's like, no, so then it's like, okay, whatever. Never see Anthony again. Now, we fast forward a couple of months, here's Timothy. So, Timothy was a sucker. Timothy thought he was going to change the the... He was. He thought he had the Holy Grail. I didn't really know too much of Timothy except for he. He, he had a weird ass face with a weird ass walk. I didn't. And he was friends with Anthony, and the fact that he did that shit to motherfucking Anthony that pissed me off. Yeah, because like Anthony had some seniority in their position that they were working, yeah. and then Timothy comes in and he's new to the position and everything. So you got to think, Anthony's over here showing him the ropes. Apparently, nice he got show, apparently he got showed more than the ropes because also Kathy is now working with them because she was mm-hmm. remember because she started off in the entry level position, moved up, moved up, moved up, started working with you know um how do I put this friendly the psycho, well she wasn't really a psycho she was nice she was just very very neurotic. Ooh. I like to use the term neurotic to be honest with you she just. 
Oh, Brittany, you're so nice. I try. <laughs> I try. But anyway, so she was working with the neurotic person in that one department. So then she ends up transferring to another department that, and she's working with, you know, she's working with Anthony, she's working with Timothy. Next thing you know, it turns out she's messing around. So it wasn't until this is later after the fact. Anthony's already left the the company, and Timothy. I noticed that Timothy. Can I can I say something real quick? What? It's funny that she has a track record. Of all of the exes just leaving. Yes. Because we're going to get into that next. Okay. So, I didn't put two and two together until I started noticing that Timothy and Kathy were just coming to... I tend to blank stare. No, it's fine. I was... Right. You're good. So, Timothy and Kathy, I started noticing they were coming to work at the same time. Yes. And to top that off, hold on. This was a time I was working when um, Francie, she had me working early. Yes. Because I had asked for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working uh, 5 to 1, 6 to 2, like stuff like that so I can get my daughter. Yeah. Um, I would see them in the car together. And my I, I had like... You know how like how an iguana, their eye is like pew, but their eye is like in the, the peripheral. Pew, like right. I was like, <laughs> yes, like Charlemagne the God. That mean when he's <laughs> up playing the glass, just yes. <laughs> I swear to God, I was like, oh, so this is what we're doing. Oh, this is what we are. But the thing about it is, I never was messy and told anybody, but oh, God, I just no. eternalized it because yeah. I was just like, look. Those are her miles. I'm not going to get involved in that. But karma it will come and get you, girl. Right. Because not only are you playing with feelings, I mean, you're you're jumping to one onto the next hella fucking fast. If they're not giving you what you want, you, you, and, and, and then to a certain degree, I get it. But it's like, damn. Nobody see this shit? Nobody see these bodies she racking up? And it's not even that. It's just the point that you are making these young dudes who are not even 25. All under not the even, age of 25, which is crazy. Not even 23 yet. No. You want them to act like they're just like this. Disposable. That too. And you want you want them to act like they, they know the world and they don't. They are just, they just now got their license where they can buy liquor legally. They can actually enter a club. Mm-hmm. Nobody is going to sit here and be like, oh my God, I need to focus on marriage. I need to worry about how many kids I'm going to have. I'm going to worry about I gotta worry my about 401k. My- no one's thinking about that. They're young. Mm-hmm. You're, you have to understand they're transitioning from that childlike-minded behavior to adulthood. Nobody, and then men, as you know, and everybody knows this is universal. Men don't develop as quickly as women. We think about that shit, but men don't. So why are you sitting here trying to to make a boy into so a man speak, exactly overnight? Right. So didn't put two and two together yet. 
And then, like, I started noticing it. And then that's when I'm like, oh, they're seeing each other. So I'm like, okay, so that's Richard. See, that's Richard, that's Anthony, and now we got Timothy. I'm like, okay, all right. So we fast forward. Now, mind you, another key thing. Angie and Kathy were really, really close. Yeah. So there is it's very much a it's very much a big sister, little sister vibe going on with those Wait, two. Wait, who? Angie and Kathy. Mm. Because I noticed they would hang out a lot more. It's very much a big sister, little sister vibe I got from them because too. Because they fucking around on the low. <laughs> That's why. They both got something in common. Yeah. So <laughs> no, no shade. No shade. No shade. Do what you gotta do. Hmm. But, you know, people's is out here. Hmm. So <laughs> we fast forward a couple of months later. We get a new manager in the store. We do get a new manager in the store. So we get this new one, and his name is Matthew. So Matthew, once again, another person in a position of power, but he he's pretty laid back. He was a he was a manager in his department. But the thing about it is, she saw a manager and she saw a gold mine. <laughs> so, the dollar sign said cha-ching right when she blinked. Have y'all yeah, seen those cartoons where where the dollar signs hit mm-hmm. the eyeballs? That's how her eyes was. So, next thing you know, little does Timothy know, <laughs> she was getting replaced yeah. in a couple of weeks. Because a leopard never changes its spots. So, we fast forward. Come to find out, Timothy is on vacation. So, Timothy is on vacation. And I guess he was supposed to come back. And he never did. It's not funny. But it's just like, damn. He never came back. With no warning, with no nothing. He just never came back. And that's what's fucked up. Is that she has these guys quitting their job. Fucking up their money. Because they don't want to see her. And I get that. But that's your money. They whether be you. You would rather be broke. Than to see this woman. Than to see her. That is on another level. And to me, it's just like, that is some sick, twisted shit. Yeah, because you messing with my bag, man. Like, and I'm sorry. I don't give a damn. Like, if I'm... Like, ain't no motherfucker is worth it. I don't give a fuck if the pussy's worth it. It's worth a million dollars. Yeah, so, turns out... And then, once again, I just... Like you said, you just be seeing some stuff. You just be... You just notice, like, somebody did... Like, I would notice, like, I would go downstairs. She'd come through. And next thing you know, I'm leaving out the office, and they just talking, and I'm like, hmm. Matthew would come, and then also, it would be a time she would work really late, and also, he would, too. So, one time, I was coming up the stairs, because I was going to clock out and go home, and I saw Angel, and... I gave it, I gave Angel a, a dirty look because he was a part of the crew squad too. Mm-hmm. And 
she said, and then I, I also noticed how close he was standing behind her. And I was just like, mm. you know you at work, right? I mean, it's one thing to, okay, y'all, y'all together, but y'all not supposed to have no type of. Once again, there is a company fraternization policy. Every place of work has this where the higher ups cannot be fucking the subordinates. And if you do, that is an automatic suspension and you will be fired. Every major company knows about this. Because you want to know why they have this policy in place? Because somewhere down the line, they had to make this policy because some shit went down. And it doesn't really reflect well on the company and their Correct. personal image. Correct. So it's like... My thing was... We see you. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, no one's going to say anything because at the end of the day... It's not really anybody's business, and I get that part, but when you do it so publicly, you make it people's business. Yeah, it's the same thing with, like, Joseph and, um, what's that woman's name? It's the same thing with Joseph. What was that woman's name? Who, with the pregnant machine? Uh, Who are you talking about? Joseph and Terry. Yeah, it was Terry. That's her name, Terry. Because that was the same thing. Like, Joseph is married, got a whole kid at home. Well, not even a kid. She's about, like, what, in her 20s? Joseph? Yeah. Yeah, because it's like that whole situation was with their... Oh, no. Joseph? (laughs) Joseph was trifling. Yeah. Joseph had the current wife that he hadn't gotten divorced yet. Right, calling up here because the mistress was because at the time she had cancer. Right, and the mistress was like, "I hope you die of cancer." On the, I remember her calling, and she was calling the job relentlessly. I can't believe I had to answer the phone, and I remember Francine. Yeah. Didn't want to answer the phones. And I'm like, what ha- What was going on? Why? Because Terry was starting the shit. Like, she... So, let, let's segue into another... Not segue, but just going to touch on this for a little bit. So, Joseph was married. His wife had cancer. Had a whole grown-ass daughter. Still living at home. Yes. Terry was taking care of her do- granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Because the child's parents were, you know, not... There and then on top of that, she I think referred to her husband as the roommate. So already with the whole dissociation, just already just referring to him as just being there. So then you're telling me like she's egging on the situation, getting Joseph's wife riled up, and she's calling the store constantly. And then there was those times when our former boss, before Levi, was like, I want to deal with this shit. I remember our former boss, and and we had a whole argument about it. Mm -hmm. Like, we were literally going back and forth because he said verbatim, why the fuck are you giving me this phone call? And what what am I supposed to say? Basically, you're the boss. You deal with this shit. I'm a peanut compared to what the fuck you are. Yeah. You're supposed to handle this. Mm -hmm. You're the boss. So boss, handle this. 
And he looked at me like, she's right, but bitch, shut the fuck up. Right. Look. Because, like, that, that's what we're getting into with this. It's like, I feel like a lot of these situations, unless it becomes a public problem, and it, unless it, it you're is, it is the higher problem. up, the boss who's overseeing all these but people. But he knows about it. That's what pissed me off about it. He knows about it. He just didn't want to deal with it because he said, this is personal business. Personal business should not be sent to me. Right. And then on top of that, I feel like, so... After our older boss, after Levi left, because he ends up retiring. Um, like I said, going into this situation when it comes to Kathy and Matthew, this is obviously a situation that should not be happening. But because I guess they were both single, kind of. No, well, she wasn't. Not, he wasn't. He wasn't. He was messing around with her ass. And they started talking mm-hmm. but they mainly started talking at the workplace they weren't technically legally divorced from their partner yet right and the fact that hurt me with joseph i mean with matthew was she has cancer she doesn't need this she doesn't need the stress and I and, and I never knew what happened after that because I'm like, I hope she is a strong warrior and she gets through this and she passes you one day and give you the fucking finger. Because <laughs> the whole situation that ended between Terry and Joseph was... I didn't like a, Terry, by the way. I thought she was a fucking bitch. <laughs> the, the situation that ended with them was, I believe it was like... Joseph ends up getting transferred to another location and Terry was there for a short amount of time until she gets transferred to another location. But they were still married, though. They end up getting married. Terry and Joseph? Yes. Oh. Because the last thing I heard, something happened with Joseph, like medical-wise. No. They end up getting married. Mm. They end up having the, the fucking matching wedding band. Oh, I didn't know that. And then they would sit here and go grocery shopping together on his off day. Sometimes if she would be at work, then he would come in, go grocery shopping. Oh, we're going to barbecue at our house and shit like that. Bitch, fuck you. See, I didn't even know that. Yes, that's a that's the type of disrespect. Right. And it's like, you're not even trying to hide this shit. You're just flaunting it at this point. Right. So you shouldn't you shouldn't turn your nose up at anything, mistress. Yeah, you're a married mistress. That's that's even <laughs> fucking crazy. Because it was before all that stuff happened that she ended up getting like she did end up filing from divorce. She did end up filing for divorce. This is Terry we're talking about. She ended up filing mm-hmm. for a divorce and it went through, so she was happy about that and everything like that. So, and that's the story of like how that's type because that the only reason why Joseph ends up getting transferred to begin with it's because his wife is calling the store and causing a stir. That is one of the reasons why. And then what was crazy was these two were technically they're both managers, but they basically made it seem like oh. Joseph is the one starting the relationship with Terry and he's technically at a higher work rate or a higher work level position than Terry. So it's like, okay, well, we're going to have you get 
sent to another store. And she's going to stay here until she eventually got transferred to another location. So. I don't know if they end up getting a divorce. I felt like how you got him is how he's going to leave your ass. And if he got a divorce from her ass, karma to you, bitch. Because you shouldn't have sat there and messed with him while he was sitting here going through something with his sick wife. Yeah. Fucking up their family. And you don't know, God forbid, you know, granted, their daughter was grown as hell. But it's like you're seeing... As, as a daughter, you seeing your mom struggle. She's already sick and stressed out because this can kill her. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you're adding her stress level to already 100 to a million based off this bullshit that you're doing at work. Yeah. You're supposed to go work to make this fucking money. Not go to have fun and mess around with this other woman. And fuck with a bitch that don't... That, that, that can't compete when she don't compare. Because the bitch was ugly. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay? And it's always like that. Yeah. So, going back to, like, going back to Timothy, Kathy, and Matthew. So, they apparently start... So, I'm guessing either Timothy finds out that Kathy's messing around with Matthew, or he starts noticing this, or he they break up, or whatever. Either way, homeboy went on vacation and never came back to work. She has a reputation of all her ex-boyfriends leaving the fucking store. Either they get transferred or they end up quitting. Nine times out of ten, they end up quitting and not giving a fuck about the money because they don't want to see your fucking ass. But the point is, that's some real ass shit. That's some gangsta ass shit. I don't know. I'm not even lying. Then on top of that, you you messing around with a manager. Mm-hmm. Then had your manager, your manager boyfriend. Step down and go to another fucking job to work entry level? Yeah. Because you wanted to quit the job? I'm like, what? Yeah, so. Fuck. So, as you were saying, so, during during that time frame, because I forget who ended up replacing Matthew. I can't, oh! um, Our boy. My little brother. Yeah. That I never wanted. We're going to refer to him as her little brother, my brother. We're going to refer to him as that because he a cool dude and we love that dude. He was a brother I never thought I wanted. He, during that time frame, he was basically kind of like the male version of me. Mm-hmm. Which is having me at that time frame when I was still on my bullshit. Is- having both of them at the same time was just like I wanted to shoot them both. It was like I was the sane one and both of them were the crazy ones. So, yeah. So, let's uh, let's not come up with a name for him. Let's just call him our homeboy. So, our homeboy comes in. Matthew ends up getting transferred to another location. During this time frame, Kathy is still at the location, store, whatever. It doesn't matter at this point Mm -hmm. because we didn't actually say what it is. Mm -hmm. So... He ends up getting transferred. She's still there. She ends up getting injured or she hurts herself. And then by this time, so by the time Angie leaves, kind of like Kathy becomes closer to Emma because Emma and Kathy kind of have this sort of this friendship, if you will, this very well-working work relationship. Mm -hmm. It's not like anything physical or anything like that. I but it just goes into this thing of, like, she kind of, like, has respect for her. Because I think, you know, Kathy kind of sees where she wants to be in her life through Emma. So, 
right after Kathy ends up hurting her, I want to say her thumb or something like that. Her hand or something. Yeah. I kind of see the deterioration of that work relationship because... That's because Emma was like, okay, cool. You hurt yourself, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But don't wait till it's like when it's time for you to return. You're telling me you have to stay out longer. Mm-hmm. So then I have to sit here and scramble around and try to figure out who am I going to replace those hours that were set for you to return back. Right. Emma confided in me with a lot of shit. I bet. And I was like, I, I mean, for me, I told her, I can't tell you what to do. But you know what to do when things stresses you out. And if it becomes overwhelming, you know what to do. Exactly. I said it without saying it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, you need to tell her what the fuck is going on, because I feel like she started to take advantage of their work relationship. That's exactly what she did, and she said that. She said, "I feel taken advantage." I'm like, because maybe because you are. If you feel it nine times out of ten, you are. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're trying to be compassionate and understanding because she is a good worker when she does work. Mm-hmm. No question about it. Yeah, she she was a solid person. She was yeah. doing a lot. Yeah. But, you know, you know, your professionalism and your personal life can always be like, okay. It's a, it can clash. Yeah. So it's and like, it yeah, works. you're a good worker, but you out here, like, counting these bodies and having these dudes quit like it's going you, out of style. You're fucking up my business. Exactly. So, so then that's when she started getting frustrated because now, at that time, you have solid workers that were doing their fucking job without you micromanaging them, without you talking to them. And doing anything in a way where you have to sit here and hover over them. Now they're leaving because mm-hmm. of you. Mm-hmm. Now we have a problem. Because now this is my business and I'm trying to run it. And I got other shit going on work related. And you add into my shit work related. So it's either you come back and you do what the fuck you're supposed to do. Or you get the fuck out. And I'll have somebody replace you. That's where she was gearing towards without saying it. Yeah. She said it more professional. Yes. But since we're on a podcast, I feel like I don't need to say it professionally. Get your shit together or you're out of here. <laughs> exactly. And, and it was fucked up and she did. And she took her boyfriend with her. Yeah, because this is shortly after Matthew got transferred. Word around the water cooler was... Because we heard this from our homeboy's sort of boss. Because the layers that go on in this day. I heard it firsthand. Because I was ear hustling. I didn't hear it until you left. He came in literally. I don't know if you guys could have. You guys could have. Saw each other through passing. But literally when you left. Because I was sitting at your desk. And I was just typing away. Minding your own business. Minding my own business. And verbatim, he said he was stupid as hell for having a woman, a young female, in a manager position. He, If he ever tries to come back here, he will never get that manager position ever again as long as I'm working for this company. So which means you have to wait for this motherfucker to leave or, e- or either you... 
sit here and talk to a higher up. But then again, it's like, when you know people, you know people. Because in order, because like, there's only another way around this besides homeboy's boss leaving. He get hired in a whole nother area. District, yeah. That's the only way. But the thing about it is, you would have to explain. And that story is going to come back up. Yeah, because once again, these motherfuckers talk to one another. I understand then, that. But do you really think that he's going to get that position again because he's running his... Because the story is going to unfold. And then they're going to be like, well, if we give him this position, who's to say he's going to leave again? Right, and then on top of that, if you think about it, a lot of times, not only do these people get transferred out of different stores, these bosses get transferred to different areas. Yes. They get transferred, because... But yeah, I do remember overhearing that statement. I think I heard it in passing as I was leaving. Yes, because I... I, I you were there. That, and I was just like... And I'm just sitting here. He was like, he's, I'm calling him dumb. He said over a female that you can, you can find a dozen of her at at a, at any place you're working at. But for her, for you to leave a good paying job. And these managers get paid well. $25. I know how much he was getting paid. And then on top of that, what makes it even crazier, like working in our homeboy's position it's different from say what it is we do because their pay, uh, their pay is totally on a whole different level than our pay. And if I'm correct, because the other manager that replaced him, he's working salary. Yes. So which means he was working salary too. Yeah, because anyone in that position, because it's different titles. Right. Anybody working in that position with that job title is, is salary. salary. So you're getting paid. I, if I'm correct, I, I could have sworn I heard him right. He said he's getting paid twenty five dollars an hour, plus overtime, if he works overtime. Not so, even Roger or Donald get paid overtime. No. So I'm just like, bruh, you did. Th- I would never. I would tell her Sara Nara to go work in an entry level position at another company. When you making this much, and then on top of that, it's a guarantee. And then you know your boss. You know your boss. And and he would try to accommodate you to a, a degree. No boss is going to do that. I'm just still tripping off of the fact that it's guaranteed money. He don't even have to work his hours. Because no. me in my position, what I would do, and what it is I do, I make up those hours. So you ain't even got to... And then you get hella vacations, hella sick days. What I think it's unlimited sick days. Then on top of that, you get um, hella float days from, excuse me, my understanding. You're set. It's bruh, bruh. So we say all this just to say, don't let nobody mess up your money. Absolutely nobody. I don't care if if, if they really truly understood. Because if you're trying to build something together, 
They're you don't need let you. They're you don't need you do that. If, like if you're really if Kathy was really this type of person that wanted to be with somebody and has these goals because you you got to think she fresh in college meeting other people you fresh in college trying to make like anybody who is at that age and who's to say that she's not. Introducing herself to other people. Networking. Because huh. <laughs> she was already doing that already. So, um, who's to say that she's not Cause it, it, doing anything while she's in school? Right. Because based upon who she's been dating, let me remind you. She was seeing Richard when she first got to the company. She was cheating on Richard with Anthony. Anthony, and it, it was crazy because in that time, Anthony was fresh to the idea of him becoming manager. And I don't know. And this could be a thing because maybe because he didn't take the position is why she broke it off. Could be. But then again, I'm like, the, I, I had to slap him. You're fucking 21. You're not 35 where you're sitting, still sitting trying to figure out what is life. Mm-hmm. You're 21. You have options. Have you been to a club yet? <laughs> have you gotten actually drunk yet? Yeah, have you ever bought liquor and they have to card you? I, I mean, like, you want to see my ID? Like, come on, like, come. You're still a baby. You're still young. And you're, you're getting, like. You're not an ugly guy. You're very nice looking with a sweet fucking heart. And you're tripping off of somebody that cheated on you. Who used you to cheat on her original boyfriend. Exactly. So it's like, yo, I don't know. Last thing, the most recent thing. The only thing I know of, I'm assuming they're still together. Matthew. He actually came up to the um, job. He was talking to another manager that replaced him. The one after Homeboy. Yes. Gotcha. Um, and I, I thought it was weird because I'm like, what are you doing here? You didn't even work for this company at all. Why are you here? You work for a whole nother company. Yeah, because I've seen him and her here a couple of times. Why? It's weird. Yes, it is. And the way you left was just really fucked up. Yes, it is. Granted, the the assistant isn't here anymore, but you're still leaving here with a nasty, with a sour taste in people's mouths. That's just. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So I'm gonna be honest with you. Alright, so, so we originally, I'm not going to lie to all you lovely listeners out there, um, we originally had like a bunch of names on here, but for the sake of time and energy, we thought we'd go out with a bang, because... Maybe we can start on part two, maybe. Maybe, because I feel like we're struggling to try and use these fake names and everything. And it, it's just like, it's a lot. It is a lot. So let us end and with. I don't have enough wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mind you, people, I am not a drinker. But I am. There you go. <laughs> so 
let us finish with the most recent and most caught up entanglement. The most fucked up. And one, because this one involves Naomi. I guess I gotta be talking shit about myself, huh? No, no, because let's be honest with I you. I will, because you... it's, 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 I mean, I'm not involved like that. She's an innocent bystander. She's just a very good detective detecting all the bullshit that but is being thrown. has been fired. So, let's talk. So, let's talk about the unofficial, like, straight up unofficial so, I wouldn't necessarily call the like I would in every sense of the term because Naomi is not out here doing this shit. Um, this is just like you in the middle of this blowback because you try to be nice and you try to be everything. It, this is very much that sort of vibe of like when you try to be cordial and people just assume, once again, there's the word of the day for this podcast, these motherfuckers be assuming it's the fact that everybody thinks because I'm a bitch and I don't give a fuck, and I and and someone supposedly called tried to call me out on it, and I said okay, let me be softer. Come to find out, he used it as a way to try and inch into something that ain't never gonna happen. Exactly. So let's talk about Marcus, Cassie, Taylor, Rachel, and Brian. Rachel. And, okay, so let us go back. So, once again, uh, Marcus, and this is not a dig at my cousin Marcus. I love my cousin Marcus. Shout out to cousin Marcus. And I do have an ex named Marcus, and he is not in any way affiliated with this organization. Nope, nope. Let's keep that clear. This is just a made-up name for this one person. So let's talk about Marcus. So Marcus is about what? About 450? Right, shit, I forgot because I remember you told me his age and I'm like, shit, my dad is older than him. Yeah. Shit, my mom is older than him. So that's, it's like, and it's like, what the fuck are we doing out here, man? Like, seriously. We work with a bunch of old young people. Exactly. They're old by age, but mentally they're just young. Fucking 17, 15, 16 year olds. Just like, what the fuck? Anyway, so. So, my first encounter with Marcus would be like, once again, going back, like I said, I have a tendency to pick up vibes on people. So, like, when I first met, like, let's say, Flora, I knew she was on the bullshit. And I was like, okay, I was right about that. Because of what happened, she got fired mm-hmm. for stealing. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so my first encounter with Marcus was like, I had seen him around at our location. And I'm like, okay, this is like, okay, I'm not really going to talk to people because I don't really talk to new people like that because mm-hmm. that's just it, what it is. So I'm in the office and I'm talking to Shelton. And Shelton is the manager before Homeboy. He's the manager before our current one. He's the manager before Matthew. Mm -hmm. He was there when I first got transferred to that location. So my first initial was like, I'm talking to Shelton and I'm talking about comics. Because, you know, I love comics. 
So we're talking about comics and everything, and I'm talking about how I go to the comic book store like every so often. He butts into the com- Marcus butts into the conversation, and he's like, "Oh, I'll go with the. I like comic books too. I'll go with you." And immediately, mm. yeah. <laughs> I'm look, man, and then I'm like, "Bro, what the fuck?" I didn't say so. I, you know me. I'm like every time when I'm encountered shit like that or like people offering that i immediately shut down because i don't know how to process that shit i immediately just like freeze and i'm like no uh no thank you exactly my face may have said it but i just didn't say shit so i just kind of whenever i get vibes from that type of shit that was immediate like bro you old enough to be my father hell my daddy older than you what the Mm -hmm. fuck are you doing exactly and i don't like People that do that. I don't like people like. I I have. A... I think Marcus is a person that prey on people's vulnerabilities right. and use that vulnerability and profile that. Yeah. And change like a chameleon to be something that that person wants, so he can take something from. That person. Does that make sense? Yeah, because either he, yeah, because I've never met this dude. This is my first like encounter with this dude, and all of a sudden I bring up something I like. All of a sudden it's like, oh, I can go with you. And I my, like it too. Like, what the fuck? When? 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 Name, name a comic book. Right. Name an author of a comic. Name something. And I'm like, because my immediately thought in my head was like. Do you think I'm one of them women, or do you think I'm one of them young ladies that have problems with their parents and then have insecurities? It's like I, I excuse, because internally I'm thinking, and this is no offense, because if you feel offended by this, I don't really give a shit. But my immediate thought was, no, sir, I have a good relationship with my father. But it's not even that. It's the simple fact that it, like, you can have a bad relationship with your ex. And he preys on that. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was just more so like, this dude knew everything about me and my ex. Mind you, I never told him anything. I never told any fucking body about me and my ex. So how the fuck do you know let, about me and my fucking ex? Let me tell you guys something. I've known Naomi almost like, going on almost two years right now i don't even know what went down and i'm not really looking to ask her that i don't fucking bring people in my personal life the most you would hear me say is that how crazy my daughter is that's about it or the the craziest thing that my daughter does that's really it any negative vibes, negative energy that, that's from the past of my ex, I do not bring it up because I don't want to deal with it because I am moving on and healing from it. But for you as a grown-ass man who is old enough to be my father telling me about my situation, about my ex, how the fuck do you know about that? Once again, I don't even know. And it bothered me because I'm like, hey, if people knew who I was dating I didn't care. That's my business. Exactly. However, when you start asking people about me, 
is when it becomes a problem because then I feel like now you're on the stalker type of thing. Because remember, we're working with people. Here's the thing. The overlying thing I never understood about like certain people, especially in the place that we work with. Mm-hmm. Does everybody, and I'm pretty sure everybody has heard this phrase, don't shit where you eat. <clears throat> you almost made me sit at my wine. Yes, that <laughs> you is true. don't shit where you eat. A hundred percent. You don't date your co-workers because nine times... The, wait a minute, wait a minute. I need, I'm not going to Well, lie well, because, well. Wait, I need to put this out because that did not be a hypocrite. Okay, see, my child's father, he was working there, but however, he quit. So, I with I, I kind of have to say that in a sense because I can't really say like, girl, that's right. And, and, <laughs> and, and, I, and I, I get that, but... Yeah. The asterisk's in there. He eventually quit. He did. Okay, so let's just we gonna just keep that a buck. We just come. but still though, not it's not so much still like don't do that. But like if if it works, if you got if you if you got that shit a solid and it works, foundation. Hey, our old like manager, he, him and his wife work in the same company, but she works in different. They both worked in different locations. Exactly. Francine and her husband, they work in they work for the same companies. Locations. If it works, it works. If you can make it work, more power to you. I say work at different locations. I don't want to see you every day and then I gotta come. I gotta go to work and see your fucking ass. I don't wanna do that. Exactly. But I'm just saying, like in this situation that I'm seeing, a lot of these people always, always shit where they eat and then wonder why there's drama every day. I'm not even shitting where I'm eating and I still got drama. And that don't make no sense. And my thing about it is, Marcus, as a married man, should know better. Marcus, as a as a as a man who says, and then and then you know me, when you lie to me, I'm gonna investigate. You know, he needed help. Marcus needed help uh, printing out his his um, work related documents. Correct. And I saw filing status married. I zoomed in and said, you nasty. And you up here talking to Cassie? Do she know you 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 got a ring on that finger? All right, so let us backtrack a bit. So after that whole situation and that encounter with me, I knew immediately something was up with this dude. Because something ain't starting the Kool-Aid. And when I got a vibe from people, I stick with that vibe. Now, occasionally, I try to keep it cordial. Because over the process of, like, you know, over the couple of years that I've been at our location, I started getting tattoos, mm-hmm. especially in the arm region. Right. You get a new tattoo, you got the ointment on it, people going to say some shit because they see, oh, Brittany got a new tattoo. Brittany got a new tattoo. And, and it's glistening more than the lotion. Exactly. So he's starting up conversation. He tells me, it was like, oh, that's, you know, that's really cool and everything. This is very cordial, and I'm trying to keep it respectful. Meanwhile, on the inside, it's like, bro, don't Get talk to me. I don't like me. you. <laughs> so I don't even talk to you like this. Why are you talking to me? But that's just me and <laughs> the way I grew up. It's very much so like, I ain't got time for the bullshit. Just tell me what you want. Because mm-hmm. my parents are very much, my mom especially is like, don't, don't come up here trying to sell me something. What's can you your imagine, mom? Can you imagine you coming home and you like, hey, mom, look at my boyfriend and it's Marcus with his old ass. You know what I'm saying? Imagine 
rest in peace to my father, and I love him dearly, but he would have looked at me like I'm ten shades of stupid. He probably wouldn't even look at you. He would probably just flat out ask you, what the fuck is you doing? I'm older than him. What is you doing? I ain't raised you like this. What the fuck you want from her? Exactly. Other than Felicio. He probably wouldn't have gotten past my brothers. Because you know Denzel is a trip. Wait, okay, let's let's let's. Denzel's the one with all the tattoos. I ain't talking about Denzel. I'm, I'm talking about the other. Oh, Curtis. Curtis is, is like ten feet tall, <laughs> and he looked like he came out of prison last night. And Curtis is actually one of the sweetest individuals I've come across. Cur- but his Curtis face looked like I wish a motherfucker would. Very much. Even though he's lost a considerable amount of weight. Hey, that could be fine, but his his height is still the same. Yes. <laughs> so. I run with a very tall family. I'm a very tall and Well, I'm the average height of a male, so let's go with that. Anyway, so we're talking about tattoos, and he's like, oh, yeah, I have a tattoo on my back. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yep. Oh, you didn't know. <laughs> there goes the cork. He's telling me about how he got some tattoo on his back or some shit. Okay, good lord. (laughs) Yeah, like he said something about like his angel wings or something like that. (laughs) I'm like, why are you telling me this? I don't care. Go away. And when you tell me that, I'm going to go out and ask somebody, well, you know what? I want a tattoo. You got some tattoo? Shut the hell up in there. <laughs> yeah. He was telling me that. I'm like, just go away. So, a couple of months later, this is like right around when you and I were mm-hmm. starting to become cool and everything, and we were coming to uh, Good Judy's. Mm-hmm. And, like, he, we noticed something. Because this was also right around the time where you were offering to drop me off at home. So we're going because it was hot as hell, and I walk, and I would feel horrible if she had to walk home in the scorching heat in ninety three degree weather in our hometown. Exactly, and she doesn't live not that far from me. She lives maybe ten minutes away from me, fifteen minutes of traffic. But yeah, I was like, oh, that's, that's nice. So, we're waiting in the car. Waiting we're, for it to warm up and everything. Exactly. And we noticed something. Cassie. <clears throat> so, Cassie is another person we work with. I noticed something. I'm like... Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm like... I, I, I'm i like, Naomi, is Cassie in there? Marcus is trapped. And got in the motherfucker like she knew what the fuck to do. Like, she... Like, this was her shit. I'm like, I'm very much like, you see this shit, right? You see this shit, right? And I'm like, oh, this is some shit. And then, you know what? Remember one time we parked. He he parked, like, right up against, like, the wall. Mm-hmm. And we parked, like, right there where that second stop sign's at. Like, right there we can see. Mm-hmm. She saw us. And, and walked all the way to Chase. Mm-hmm. Mind you, bitch, you ain't get on that motherfucking bus. No. Remember, we waited, and then he went that way to pick her up. 
like we was stupid. Like we didn't know. We take the same way. Exactly, because to get out of the parking lot, you gotta go that way right. anyway. <laughs> so they weren't they weren't really um secretive about it. And you know me, when I have something in my heart, I have to ask it because when you hold things in, it causes stress and it causes wrinkles. And we ain't dealing with no stress or wrinkles. Um, I I had to ask because at this point, I feel like he was involving me in the situation because there was chatter going on. But don't you talk to Marcus? But aren't you with Marcus? Well, aren't they? I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I say hi every now and then, and we have a conversation. Where does that fit in? But the thing that made it bad was when Marcus would sit here and talk about me and you going to be together and this. I'm like, wait a minute. Ain't you fucking with Cassie? Not even that. Why the fuck are you saying that in front of people out loud and you're saying it amongst your peers that you work with in your fucking department? Why are you comfortable saying that? Then on top of that, when I come in, you... And your friend, who you are really close with, would sit here and you guys will look at me, smile, talk y'all shit as I'm walking. I peep that, but I'm not going to say anything because y'all not going to tell me what the fuck y'all saying anyway. So it's no point in me even trying to address y'all. Right. But my thing is, why are you talking about me? When you got somebody else, why are you allowing the rumor to go along? But you're not even trying to clean. You're not. You're disclaiming the rumor that you're actually doing. Mm-hmm. But the rumor that you're not doing, you're just like, yeah, it so, is what it is. So it's like it's very much like he's not admitting to sneaking around with Cassie. But he'll full-fledged admit. He, but the thing, he denies it. He denies the thing with Cassie, but he's all ready to start some rumor that he's starting something with you, which is that further from the truth. And I'm like, what the fuck? Actually, it's not even further from the truth. The truth is on Earth, and that lie he's trying to spread is over on, like, Venus. And the crazy thing about it is... Jupiter. The Let's fact Jupiter. that I need Brittany... A grown-ass woman. I'm a grown-ass woman. I am older than Britney. However, because of Britney's stature. Yes. I would rather her be there because I know he will not try to say things that he have been saying in the past in front of Britney. So, just for y'all, I may be... So, to quote something from my most recent episode, Mallrats is Good... Um, there's a scene in Mallrats where Brody is about to get into a fight with some fellow nerds. Mm-hmm. Brody's one of the characters, and he's like, you think a guy's, you think that since a guy's into some comics that he can't start some shit? Yeah. I am very much of the ilk. Like the song from the mixtapes, my friends are all smart. We really do work hard. We don't take any shit, exactly. but we talk a lot of it. Exactly. I talk my shit, but God damn it, I will be a buffer because girls support girls. Exactly. And I... And because Brittany 
isn't. I have a reputation at work from being a bit of a badass. Yes. Yes. And she's not confrontational. No. But if somebody, and I mean anybody. If you fuck with my people, I will hurt you. Exactly. So. Brittany is a sister that I never thought I was going to ask for. But I accepted her. (laughs) Shut up, Brittany. (laughs) I accepted her. In my sister circle, because honestly, I genuinely don't like really too many people. I don't like people. And the fact that I connected with Brittany so fast, even though we have our arguments, but I feel like that's what you do to a sister. Yes. A little sister. They're going to piss you off. But at the end of the day, you're going to, you're going to, it's going to be squashed. Like you just need, you just need to maybe a 30 minutes to an hour and, and and you're you're like okay I'm done, mm-hmm. love me <laughs> like this is pretty much how it is yeah because like and that was one thing I also started to notice as well because you would tell me like in the morning when you would come in and like I'll be doing what it is I do when I get there early in the morning and right. then I'll come back I'll come upstairs because I got to print out the stuff I got to print out. And then he'll be in there talking to you. But as soon as I walk through that doorway, that motherfucker is gone. And when I see Brittany, Brittany, although I don't show it because it is like early in the fucking morning, I do have the biggest smile on the inside because I feel like Brittany is my fucking buffer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to lie. Like. It's nothing wrong with having a genuine conversation, but when it when the boundaries are crossed, that's when it becomes a problem. And I feel like Marcus does not understand boundaries. He feels like he can do whatever he wants because he got away with it the first time. And because since I'm not as on board like Cassie was. Or like Rachel. Or Rachel then he feels like this is a, um, what is it called? He feels like it's more of a challenge. Exactly. Because you're not willing to bend as, I don't want to say easily, but for a lack of a better term, I'm going to say as easily. But the thing about me, I don't bend at all. Okay, I do the bending, okay? (laughs) No, I'm kidding. But... No, um, I I just don't. If I know what type of person you are, and I see it, and I and I, I I pray about it, and I see in it, and it's, and my prayers are answered, and it's constantly showing me what type of person you are. I have nothing for you. I'm I'm still gonna keep it cute and say hi, how are you, but you do not get anything past that, right? And I'm trying not to be so much of a bitch at work, but at the same time, I feel like because of me being a bitch at work, I wasn't even in this shit. No. And because I kind of, I felt like, well, maybe if I calm down a little bit and I try to lure that little bitch in me, you know, maybe I can start talking to people. But look, look, look where the fuck I'm at. Yeah. Which only tells me now, maybe I should um, bring the bitch back out. And maybe I'll be okay. I get it. <laughs> look, look, I myself, it's not so much in the workplace. It is very much a sense of like, 
So with this podcast, I am going to eventually have to start talking and making those connections if I want this to grow. But it's kind of hard trying to like say, because not everybody, because I'm very much like on a mission of like trying to bring alternative black culture out there. I feel like you talk about different things. And that's one of the reasons why I love this podcast, because it's not just about one particular topic. Exactly. Because at first I was going to try and get it to be that, but then I'm like, you know what, screw this. I'm going to just talk about the things that I like in the way I talk about it. And sometimes and, you can vent yes. based off whatever it is you're thinking about. Yes. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why I felt like when you told me about making this particular podcast right now, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was excited. Yeah. And I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. They'll bring a brighter note to these damn, these, these crusty, the dusty, trifling people. people. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, because like, I, I, I'm very much of that same mindset currently mm-hmm. right now. Because I'll see, like, I'll follow other podcasters, like the Grapsity podcast I was watching earlier Shout today. To yeah, I love Grapsity's podcast. Like the Grapsity podcast. I love those dudes. Um, I watch them. I watch like creators like Jay Shell, who's in the wrestling space and talks about professional wrestling. And I see a lot of these podcasters, and I'm like, I even get a little bit intimidated because like they're standing there talking to people that but I hold. I feel like you shouldn't be intimidated, and I'm sorry for cutting you off. But you're good. I feel you're like good. You're starting off, and I'm like, what you've shown me, your stats. It's only a matter of time. Before I get that one major. I'm like when I then told I feel you like when you get an award, you better fucking stay here and thank the little people. When I told you I was gonna be on after the snap, like while I was on vacation, you were so proud. Cause I'm like I literally almost cried, but I was like, you know what, real the real ones don't cry. So I'm a, I'm gonna just I'ma hold it in and cry on the inside. But Loki, I actually watched the podcast after. Cause I was like yeah. Oh my God. When I told when I told my mom that I was on after the snap, uh, shout out to Tasha too. She's amazing. She's mm-hmm. so funny and so knowledgeable, and she's great. When I told my mom, she was like, and she looked it up on YouTube while I'm on the phone talking to her. She's screaming her head off like, Oh my God! Just... And then just yesterday, she was like, Brittany, you have a like a very articulate way of explaining things. Like yes. That. I was like, Oh, thank you. Look at how I mean. I mean, let's go back to work. I mean, you do. Granted, I sit here and I may forget and I need Brittany to reassure me like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, Brittany is very articulate and she's very um, oh, shucks. motivated. And I, I'm not saying it because I'm saying it because it's true. Yes. You know, you know me, I'm not, I'm not going to say no shit if it ain't no truth to it, but you know, just, just to put it out there, I am proud of you. And I don't think I have, I don't think I've said it enough. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I don't think, I don't think I've said it enough, but I am proud of you. And I'm very happy that you're entering something new. Mm -hmm. And I do feel like this is... I'm not going to say this is your... I don't want to say that it's wrong, but this, I feel like this is your endgame. This is your thing. It is. 
It is. Because you get a different glow when we do our podcast than how we are at work. Yeah, because I actually enjoy this. And yes, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't. But I'm saying you do. I see it. Mm-hmm. You're smiling more. You're more... Attentive. Attentive. Yeah. You're more... Um, vocal. Because... Yeah. Um, What's something you say? Sylvia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sylvia told me that. Now, that's somebody who's vocal. <laughs> I think Sylvia, she needs to be on the podcast. Sylvia was like, because we're in the office, and sometimes she, you know, right. She, she's, uh, she's in the office, and I'm like, y'all, you're, she has a very heavy accent, too, but she's a lovely. It's really thick. Yes. She's, she's, and how I said thick. Is how how thick yeah. her accent is. You hear the CK at the end, yeah. yeah. And she was like, "Oh, you're you're like, yeah." Uh, she was like, "You're very quiet, Brittany. Is there something wrong?" I'm like, "No, not really, no." And she's like, "Oh, okay." She was like, "Cause you're normally very like, I'm always quiet." And she's like, "Oh, well, you, but you're, you're just you're right." That's exactly it. Yep, that's exactly how she said it too. You're talk, you're quiet, but you're talkative. And then I'm like, eh, one thing about Sylvia, she picks up on things. And one thing about Sylvia is she doesn't give a fuck. Nah. Of who disagrees and who doesn't. She's going to say her piece and that's it. Yeah. And if you don't like it, come, come see me in my department. We'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm going to say is I'm not going to fuck with Sylvia. Okay? Yeah. Because Sylvia will fucking cuss you out in English and she'll fucking cuss you out in, in her, her language. Yes. And I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> so, back to the triflingness. Yeah, so. I'm going to make my own word a triflingness. Yeah, yeah, coin it. <laughs> but he. Copyright that. <laughs> patent pending. Mm-hmm. But that was like one of the things that was like. I would notice that. Like, I would seriously notice, like, any time when I would come around. Like, especially when that one time when he was talking to you in the parking lot. And I came up right behind you. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, bye. Just stopped immediately. Stopped talking. But the thing about it was, you know, I, I, I love my black people. I do. And I love, and I'm very pro-black. Yes. I love to see the come up of, of anything. You know, I do some, I do support small black businesses. However, he is the type of person that said the same thing. And I'm like, okay, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But then when you sit here and you cheat on your, your wife, who I'm pretty sure is black. You setting us back 10,000. Exactly. (laughs) You're setting us back. Excuse me. And then you also sitting here saying these things. And I'm like, are you saying these things because you mean it? Are you saying these things because I'm saying it and I'm passionate about it? Right. The same thing with the comic book conversation. Exactly. That's why I said he is a chameleon. And that type of person is dangerous. Yes. That is a Levi, but older. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like Levi is getting that shit out of the way now versus him acting like that when he is Marcus's age. And, and for me, I prefer that. 
Get that shit out the way now. But to me, I feel like Marcus needs to. I don't know. Because if. That man need Jesus. Let me tell you something. <laughs> when you have Jesus, you don't act like that. True. I got Jesus too. But I also got a little, little. He who shall not be named. Right. And what I'm not going to do, I do not play about marriages. I do not play about relationships because I do think that is a sacred bond that you just don't cross. And I am a firm believer of that. And for you to come to work, not only are you fucking up your money, but you fucking up my money too. And not only that, you're making my work environment uncomfortable because you're putting me in a situation that I'm not even with, with you. You're not putting Cassie through this shit. Because he ain't claiming her. So what the fuck is you? We ain't even did nothing. So you gonna fuck with me? <laughs> and then what makes it even crazy, this isn't even the first time he's done this. So before Cassie, there was Rachel. Rachel didn't give a fuck because she was married too. So there was this one time. So we both have witnessed this. And I even heard some stuff from Terry. Because Terry was Rachel's boss. Huh. So two instances. I'm coming up in the break room. And then all of a sudden, I see Marcus and Rachel holding hands. I will confirm that because I have also seen that too. Right. And I'm like... And then it's like to a certain degree where you, as a person, you see shit, but you mind your business. But at the same time, in the back of your head, you're like, oh. I'm retaining this. Because here's the thing. What did our parents always say? Bitch, I'm grown too, but I'm I'm gonna stay out of your business because at the same time, that ain't got shit to do with me. This not fucking up my money, so I don't give a fuck. Exactly. And then for the longest time until you found out that he was married, that I thought, oh, he the other man. My thing is you're a grown ass man with businesses, as you claim. Oh yeah. With businesses and you willing to be a side dude. And then not only yeah and then not only that not only were they holding hands in the break room but rumor was when they were both working at night Rachel would make Marcus food and she was doing that shit during the day oh right she did make him that burger that one time yeah, and I'm looking like, you got this whole motherfucking back room smelling good. What the fuck? Right. And then also to what they were doing at night, allegedly, Marcus was taking Rachel to his truck. Do give him blowjobs, probably. Allegedly. Allegedly. But probably. Probably. Because this is late. Now, let's, let's, let's put a pause on that one. Right. Because there was a, a, a another manager, um, Veronica. She was having an affair with one of the clients at our um, our location. Okay. So you you were, I had to pause because I had to I had to answer a phone call real quick. Sorry, y'all, but you were talking about Veronica, and this isn't the same Veronica because. Spoiler alert, a lot of these people end up having the same name. Yeah. So we're not talking about the Veronica 
involved in it that showed me the video of Angie uh, oops upside the head to Levi. We're talking about a different uh, Veronica. No. Should I expose this Veronica? No. Okay. No, no. Okay, never mind. But yeah, apparently this is another person who married messing around with somebody, but not only is it a somebody, it's somebody, it's a client. Meanwhile, Marcus's track record is, let me just mess around with all the available women. Well, Rachel wasn't available. Rachel was married. <laughs> Neither was Cassie. But, hey, Cassie took care of that shit by herself. Yeah. So, it's it's just very much, it, it's the thing that rubs. It's just, it's it's like, why are y'all like this? Y'all old enough to be somebody's, like, at this point, you're, you're either old enough to have your own children or you're old enough to have... It's just, you know what? Screw all that. It's just, you're grown-ass adults and you're acting like you're on a soap opera. Where we work is the most simplest, easy, in-and-out thing you could possibly do. But Not only is it in-and-out, but it's, 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 it's never that deep. No. <laughs> And that's what makes it funny about this whole thing. It's funny, but then it's not funny. Because not only if things really got exposed, you're fucking up with people's families. Yes. And this is trickling down to not only business, but it's trickling down to personal. Yes. And then personal, and then you don't know how, what type of mind, what type of state of mind a person is. And then they end up, Coming to the job ready to fight you because you fucking up their family. Mm-hmm. And not only you fucking up their family, but you spending my money for the family. On this person. Who doesn't matter. Right. And you know that person doesn't matter. Because not only is Marcus out here just trying to do the do with anybody who is willing... Cassie is out here trying to do the do with anybody who's willing. Because allegedly... She's trying to find the next female ticket. Because there's no way you went from an army man down to somebody who works with you. Down to somebody else who works with you. Down to somebody who's not even in your department, but he works in the same facility as you. But is not getting paid as much as you. Because let's be clear. So not only is Cassie out here. Desperate. <laughs> your words, not mine. But not. Yes, my words. <laughs> but, I mean it. But not only is Cassie out here trying to do the do. But she's also got her whole, as the kids call it, sneaky link. Because now. Alleg- allegedly. She is now. She was, I think. While she was messing around, sneaking around with a married Marcus. <laughs> she was also trying to get with Brian. Mm-hmm. And currently right now, the whole tea around the water cooler is, is that not only is Cassie shooting her shot at Brian, but she's also trying to shoot her shot at a 21-year-old entry-level dude by sending him pictures of herself. Provocative pictures. Of herself. To not, oh, may I remind you, Cassie's about pushing, almost about in her 40s. Damn near pushing 52. No, let's not be, she ain't that old. How do we know? 
Because I'm, I'm in charge of that. What's how much? How old is she? I don't know. I just know 40, she's... 40. Almost. 39. Yes. That's still trifling. You're still nasty. <laughs> and it's like... And no offense to Taylor. No offense to Taylor. But he is very... What you would expect out of a, an average 21-year-old at this point in time in the year 2022 of our Lord. He's very <laughs> childish. I wouldn't even say he's childish because if he was childish, he would have exposed her. Right. True, true. Feel, I'll give him that. And I feel like he is a gentleman to a certain extent. Now, I don't know him very well, but from what I've heard, he's a gentleman to a certain extent. Because if you wanted to get real gully, he would have fucking exposed her. Yeah. And for me, I ain't sending no pictures. You're too fucking old to be sending pictures. It's either we meet up or you just ain't going to see nothing. And the crazy thing is, is that as far as I know, and as far, and I'm there. The thing is, if you're going to be that way, be that, be that way, but be smart about it. Don't be stupid. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got to say it, but you just stupid. Because my whole thing is, is that I've never seen these two interact. You ain't gonna see them interact if they send a text messages to one another. True. And let me tell you, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I peep a lot of shit. Do I? So do I. You ain't gonna look at nobody and see what they doing. Now you ain't finna extend your neck out to see what a motherfucker doing unless you trying to see something. And she trying to see. She fishing. Mm-hmm. She fishing. I just, I just, it just baffles me to see, like... You're too old to be acting fucking like a little girl. Like a little girl who's getting a whiff of, of, of young men. And, and to me, I feel like, keep it cute, keep it classy. Don't sit here... And, and, and let everybody in your business. And then if you're going to be a skank, a slut, or whatever you want to call it, a hot pocket, okay? If you want to drop it like it's hot, whatever you want to do it, be discreet about it. Don't let everybody know your business. Don't, don't, don't be like, oh, well, this is mine, this is mine. Bitch, you're done. It's rules to this shit, especially if you're working for a company, and especially if you're working around motherfuckers in, in a company that, that gossips. A lot. A lot. A lot. You could be in the bathroom taking a shit and somebody gossiping about you, minding your own business on your phone, looking at TikToks, and they'd be like, she probably has somebody in there. She probably was texting somebody. That's, that's the shit we go through. And because since you've been in this company way longer than me and you probably combined, you should know better. Because actually... I said probably. I'm not saying that she has, but I'm just saying. Yeah. If you're going to do something, do shit the right way. That way you can come to work and it doesn't feel awkward. You can come to work and it doesn't feel like, well, does this motherfucker know something I don't? Right, because then I get... Once again, once again, let me be clear. We are not in the business of slut shaming or kink shaming. But no, we are in the right. biz we are in the business of like, look, 
Keep your shit to yourself. Not everybody needs to know what's going on. No, with don't you. nobody need to know your business. And whatever is your business is your business. And keep that shit to your motherfucking self. And if you want to sit here and, 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 and be and have a sugar daddy, that's fine. That's fine. We ain't saying that it's not, that's not okay. Let a motherfucker pay your bills if he's willing to pay a motherfucker. But don't sit here and brag about it. And then you mad because this motherfucker sitting up here not even claiming what the fuck you doing. Exactly. Why you up here claiming he's not claiming it. But yet he claiming some bullshit that's not even real. Cause shit, pay my motherfucking my motherfucking Wi-Fi bill. Pay my shit. I got an AT&T bill. If you want to pay that shit, I got I got one. You want to pay some rent? Pay pay this motherfucker. But be smart about it. Don't sit here and let everybody in your business. And I feel like she as as old as she is, she don't know shit. And you can tell. <laughs> you really can't. Cassie ain't up on no, on no fucking game because he's sitting up here playing her like a motherfucking fiddle while he out doing whatever the fuck he want to do. It's just, it's just, it's just nasty. It's nasty. And then the fact is you doing whatever it is you want to do, excuse me, with a married ass man with a family. And then on top of that, if you really want to get your conscience should be should be affected, if anything. And the fact that he's met your parents, he knows. Girl, Cassie's- I forgot about that. <laughs> Let me drink my water because you know I'm a little buzz a little bit. Cause what the fuck? He knows her grandfather. When the fuck he does he know that? Was it her grandfather or father? Whoever the fuck he knows your family. He's been to your fucking house. Have you been to his? Good question. Hmm. Good question. I just How about that. It, it's just in. It, it's just in this day and age, especially with the internet and technology, with being what it is, people can't get away with shit anymore. No. People. And thank God we don't fucking. I mean, in in the company we work at, we don't record shit unless it's like some real shit popping off, unless it's a fight. But. The thing about it is, you need to be careful because you don't know who looking at you. You don't know who's outside. You don't know if somebody you know, who know your spouse, is going to be like, did you know? She, somebody was in your, your man's car and such and such and such and such. Like, come on now. It's about to be real 2000s R&B music video. You damn right. Remember the Avant music video? Shit. Shit. <laughs> that was a whole tea. He was out here in these streets. And then all of a sudden in that like crappy looking small phone just taking pictures. And she's printing out the photos. Yep. She's waiting on top of that. If you go, go see that music. Come home and it's a bunch of pictures of, of him cheating. Watch that music video. It is premier tell, tell black him, tell cinema. Tell the name of the, of the video. Of the, of the song. What is it? What was it? Uh, Don't Leave or something? Yes. Yeah, Avant, don't leave. Watch it, because it is... I don't know what it was. Just just to get off on a tangent, I don't know what it was about those early 2000s, mid-2000s, like, music because videos. Because was some shit that was happening. But That's they, why. But the music videos would just tell a story. Like, Tyrese is how you gonna act like that. Yes. Frankie's, Frankie J's Don't Wanna Try. I don't know that song, but I'll listen to it. I'll play it for you once we're done with this, because it's a good one. Because, man, that one was... Have me... My thing is, you too 
old, bro. And that's the theme to all of these. It's like some of these, like, yes, some of these stories involve, like, people. And once again, like I said at the beginning, it just does not make sense to have these people have this unnecessary bullshit in their lives. I am very... It's not, because if, I mean, granted, I don't... First of all, if you really want to take it there, you're committing tax fraud. You're going to go to fucking jail. Okay, you're going to be worried about more than dropping the soap and, and worrying about other shit. Okay, then on top of that, even if you are married, you're worrying about someone's feelings and someone's heart that you're breaking. Then on top of that, you don't know her mental capacity. She could be fucking suspicious of some shit. Come to the store, set some shit up because you don't know people. No. Okay, she may not come alone. Then on top of that, it's a whole motherfucking brawl because you can't keep your legs closed to marry men. As Nene Leek said, close your legs to marry men. <laughs> However, I'm just like, what the fuck? And, and for me, I honestly feel like I don't think she's that dumb. Sorry for a lack of, of, of vocabulary, but I don't feel like she's that I, I honestly right. feel like she no I'm not gonna say that I'm not gonna say that I feel like she does not know right because he has a way in pivoting and I'm the type of person that I'm not gonna let you pivot nowhere I'm not gonna let you talk about something else while I'm sitting here talking about something totally different from what the fuck you're talking about and I'm just like, I'm not trying to be in no mess. It's bad enough her department is already talking shit about me. And then you're not trying to clear anything up. You're leaving shit as is. And I'm the type of person. I don't. To me personally, I don't give a fuck because it's not true. So I'm not going to sit here and put too much into it. Mm-hmm. But the fact that I bring my child to that store... I bring my family to that store. And if you or anybody else try to sit here and, and, you know, cause an issue, then it becomes my problem and then I'm going to have to address accordingly. And who's to say how I'm going to address it? That's the shit I'm worried about. Because you don't know my mindset on that day. I could I could have a really shitty day and not give a fuck. And just start blasting. Period. Words, people. Words. Not bang bang. Not 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 with a physical gun, but I'm just saying. Just because words hurt. Not even words hurt, but it's like you you jump. This is my family. I have a family. I have I have my own reputation to uphold. I have morals too. I have standards too. And one thing I'm not gonna do is I'm not gonna sit here and play about with somebody's marriage and somebody's family. Not saying that I was I was talking to the dude, but at the same time it's like stop talking to me. It's talking saying things sexually to me and I have said that not once, not twice, not three times. And it comes to a point where he he don't talk to me for a period of time and then he'll 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 hey how are you how you know trying to ease the slither his way back in no 
you're nasty. You're so pro-black. You're so pro with the with the women and everything, but you're sitting here disrespecting women, period. I don't think Cassie can hold her own. I genuinely don't think so. I don't. Because if if I was the wife, I would come up there. Yeah. And the thing that, that was fucked up that he mentioned, he was like, I would never look through your phone. Hmm. I wonder why. Because you don't want nobody looking through your shit. Yeah. That's why. Oh, yeah. This is what we deal with. And and then it becomes... What? That, that, that situation is what we deal with, and then it becomes an unhealthy work environment. Yeah. And then it's like, you have to either be strong enough to push through that shit and focus on your back, or you're going to sit here and worry about what the fuck motherfuckers is saying about you. And nine times out of ten, like, I'm single. Just putting it out there. <laughs> but, um, so I don't, I don't have, I don't have a spouse or anybody to sit here and concern myself with. Cause I, you know, I'm single and I, I, you know, it's whatever. But at the same time, I still have morals. I still have respect and I still have dignity to uphold. And I'm not going to have anyone compromise that. And the fact that I see that he's married, regardless if it's tax fraud or whatever the fuck it is, it still says you're married. And to me, married is married. I don't give a fuck if you separated or whatever. In black and, and white, you're married. By the uh, state and, well, yeah, by the state of Illinois and whatever city it's on in paper. It's on paper. Exactly. It's on paper. And I wouldn't, and I, and, and, and I can't, my thing is, I would never, I, I can't sit here and play around with that. No. I can't. So, ladies and gentlemen, through that impassioned speech, because these people we work with, so just make a long story short. Anybody working in any type of position, whether it be retail, you work with manual labor, you have come across some of your co-workers that just be with the shit. And I say be careful. Very. They can be very beautiful. I mean, to a degree where they are, they could be possibly compatible with you. Be careful. And not only be careful, but do your research. You don't have to tell them you're doing your research, but let just do your own personal research. Because you don't know what the fuck. No. And then on that, nine times out of ten, wait for them to tell you. Cause so nine no, times out of ten, they won't tell you. No, they'll let it slip if they don't. Yeah, but some people won't. Some people are real particular in how they speak. Some people think before they speak. Yeah. And in, in 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 with Marcus, he's one of those people that think before he speaks. But if you're smart enough as as a person, as a woman, you will put two and two together. Yeah. And you you won't even touch that, even if it's hot. Yeah. I don't give a damn if it's hot or cold. You won't touch it. 
now. So whether it be man, woman, non-binary, transgender, be careful out there. Because you never know what people's intentions are. Yes. And just because they look credible on the surface. And they saying shit. all the right things to you. Yeah. Be careful, tread lightly. And funny enough, like, I feel as though a lot of the stuff we were talking about is mostly, like, we touched on Flora's whole thing and mm-hmm. her thieving. Mm-hmm. But, like, most of the times it's like, <laughs> most of the time that, like, we deal with this stuff, it's just always mostly just, like, these people that we work with are supposed to be, like, these responsible, functioning adults. And here they are acting like they're on an episode of Jerry Springer. And they are well of, of age. These it's people, not like they're 20, 22 or 25 or anything like that. These people vote. They vote. Okay, these people have mortgages. Okay. Some of them have mortgages. Some I, Okay, that is true. Some of them have mortgages. Some of them have are, are 20 years in. Okay? Mm-hmm. Some of them look at you as still a baby. <laughs> so and they still acting like a baby themselves and it's just just be careful don't involve yourself in unnecessary just stay out the bullshit and yes. stay away from unnecessary drama that you don't need in your life because one nine times out of ten yes you may spend a good majority at work but you got to maintain that work-life balance and then when you leave work you leave work you leave that work at work in your personal, make, personal, okay. make, make time for the stuff that you want to make time for. Because if you really want to do it, you'll make time for it. Exactly. So that is my whole key thing. But yeah, like just work sucks sometimes. Now granted, I'll say this. Despite those three stories of just sheer nonsense... There is a part of me that does actually still like what I do. Correct. This I don't care too much for. I mean, the the work responsibility, yes. Yeah. But the shit that has to do with work, the bullshit that comes with working there, I should say that. Yes. Is bullshit. Yes. We shouldn't have to deal with it. No. Because... Well, what the fuck? Like, why, why, why are we like just running around like chickens with our heads cut off, dealing with shit we do? Like, basically, to quote Will Smith from Bad Boys Two, how the fuck does that help me do my job? Correct. God, I love Will Smith. He's a good man, good actor. But seriously, how the fuck does that help me do my job? It doesn't. It really doesn't. It makes your job harder and uncomfortable. Exactly. And when you sit here, and, and, and this is when it becomes you being headstrong, and this is when it becomes you being, um, having morals and self-respect, you have to eliminate, weed the motherfuckers out. Yeah. And, and, and be like, you know what, no, I'm okay. And establish boundaries. That is very important when you go through life. And this is for people who are younger, like 21, 22. Establish boundaries. Always. And recognize your boundaries. Because seriously, like, 
me going to work, hearing all this shit, Correct. and finding out, like, seriously, like, half of the stuff that we talked about, I didn't find out until after the fact. Because you know what? Nine times out of ten, that shit, it, 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 it's so fucking hot, you can't even touch it right now. Because nine times out of ten, it's to a point where somebody's husband or, or wife is coming to the company is ready to fuck some shit up. Yeah. And, and, it, and it has been done before. Let's be very clear. I know some of y'all listeners out there have definitely come across a moment in time when you knew so-and-so was messing around with so-and-so. Correct. And then so-and-so's husband came up or so-and-so's wife came up to the store. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Always remember to set boundaries, maintain a work-life balance, don't get involved in bullshit, and yeah. Do your research. Make sure motherfuckers is credible. And then on top of that, with when you have social media apps, people are out there. Yes, it is, but at the same time, that's why I say do your research. Yes. Because you don't know. No. And some people aren't on social media because of that reason, because they don't want people to know their social, their personal life. Exactly. So with that being said, I say pray about it. <laughs> Amen. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are at the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed our little tales from the workplace. Our tea time. Our tea time. I'm going to definitely have to heavily edit this episode. (laughs) Very much. But with all that being said, you can follow me on Instagram at RollMartyrX. That is Roll underscore Martyr underscore X. All that stuff is in the description of this episode. You can follow me on Twitter at RollMartyrX. If any of you podcasters out there, my fellow podcasters who would like to collab on episodes, not talking about tea from the workplace, but talking about anything other than that, feel free to, you know, let me know. Um, This podcast is available everywhere, so anywhere you're consuming and listening to all this, don't forget to like, share, um, comment, rate, if you will. About this podcast, because your girl's trying to do big things with this podcast and actually do something that she actually enjoys. And so happily, if you guys want to follow me, most likely I am on um, Snapchat. I am on Snapchat the most. You can follow me at the queen underscore code. So, um, yeah. So if you guys want to follow me at the queen's code. You can. I'm more than willing to follow back. Yeah. yeah. And then also let us know what else you want us to cover, what else you want to discuss. If you want more tea episodes, you possibly can let us know. So, yeah, I will catch you all on the next episode. My name has been Brittany, and this has been the Status Alternative Podcast, and I will catch you all on the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye.